From downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we're going to talk about Eight Doors, Aram's Afterlife Adventure, and I've been getting into a little dead craft. I can now see real-time beard growth in stunning 4K. Where are my wrist straps? Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 321, your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about how Fall Guys is finally coming to the Switch. Hey, for free. Finally. Finally. I thought that was a pretty funny <laughs> announcement. I mean, it was not part of the Indie Direct, but it was, there's another one after that. I, I thought about putting that in the intro, but I didn't. But hey, it's coming out free for all, or free for fall, whatever they want to call it. We can play Fall Guys at some point. But we are your hosts. I'm Trey Squirrel Chaser Johnson. I'm Jeremy. So much new stuff. Mikowski. And I'm John Party Grandpa Knitter. That reminds me of a character that I've been talking to in a game that I'll talk about at some point <laughs> let's talk about what we got for the week and what we've been playing i got a bunch of stuff well i got some things to talk about but why don't you two talk amongst yourselves before and i'll come in at the last you can start if you want jeremy because jeremy was here jeremy was here in the flesh last week which actually and which actually ended up being much more difficult to edit because because our voices like bled into each other's uh, oh, tracks shit. and all that and i kind of had to like do more like silencing than i normally do next time i should do it in a different room yeah, no. It's, Since it's, I was already on my computer anyway. No, no, it's fine. It just it ended up taking me longer because I hadn't done it in this format yet, like in that way. So it was a learning experience. But we, uh, you know, after we after we podcasted last week, uh, Jeremy and I drank a whole lot of alcohol, and I made Jeremy watch way too many wrestling matches. But uh, yeah, we watched a lot of wrestling. <laughs> Sorry about that. I think it, it's you, okay. It's you the most. I think it's the most wrestling I've ever watched. You should have just told me that you hated it straight up or something, and I wouldn't have put it on. No, you, I was you, I was getting pretty interested. You were you were too nice about it like, you were like you're like oh well that's interesting so then i was like well let me show you this one this is what this is really one of the best matches that ever happened so i was like i mean i was i was digging deep i was showing you like pay-per-view stuff like that i was those fall they're like the the those falls they take not just the falls like in the ring but where they jump like off of things piled up in the ring and then off oh, the, the stairs ring. and oh no they do all sorts of cool shit so we're looking at like a 20 foot fall onto their back like it's very impressive that they can do that well the first ep the first like match that we watched well we watched we tried to watch the dan house one which ended up being only a few seconds which was really disappointing yeah. but i mean i told you you know he was hurt for a while and that's why he hadn't done anything yet but he is on he is on the pay-per-view he is doing a thing i did kind of call it i was like i bet what you were like i bet this will be kind of a long match and i was like what if they just like yeah. just get defeated immediately <laughs> yeah so yeah. so i was like we gotta at least watch the dan house match so then that one just went over in a couple seconds but i was like all right well you know jeremy's here i was like i, I gotta at least show you some of the cool AEW stuff so i put on so i put on the main event which was uh jeff hardy versus uh, Darby Allen and I thought that, I thought that match was great but that's kind of like what you're talking about where they like where he brings like 10 chairs out from under the ring and he like kind of <laughs> stacks them on each other and then they put a ladder in the middle of the ring and he jumps like off of the ladder onto these 10 chairs that are all like yeah 
I felt like that match really delivered. So, and then I tried to watch some of the other ones, and I was like, no, wait. If I'm gonna make you watch some of these, I gotta make you watch the the Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and uh, Hangman Adam Page, which I thought was one of the best wrestling matches I had ever seen. And I was there in person. That was the one in Chicago right before the pandemic. So I think I made you watch a few, <laughs> uh, probably like half of that pay per view or something like that. But it, it was it was fun, and we played Switch Sports as well on yeah. the side. It, was, kind of it wasn't just that. A while, but... but I was also drinking heavily. But I thought but, I got uh, I thought I got a chance to ahead. show you how cool wrestling is now. It was the only thing. Yeah. I just wanted to show you like new wrestling and how it's neat and how it's like, you know, performance art and how much shit they put themselves through and that sort of thing. Just like, hey, yeah. let me share something that I like a lot. I think at this point anybody who can't see the, the value in in wrestling is just like blind to to fun and like letting loose and having a good time. Like that's what it is. It's just it's entertainment. It's a it's theater. I mean yeah, that's what just that's what just called it. It's like entertainment and like distilled it's like a theater mixed good. with the stunt show and yeah get over yourself and just have fun crowd pleasing it's performance art i guess is what i is what i probably said way too many times while we were drinking but like yeah last time i went to an aw i event, mean it's athletic as fuck yeah yep it's athletic performance art. I mean, you got, I mean, there's, they do some crazy shit, like shit that I would never, was never able to do. I would almost say gymnastics. Sure. Yeah. You gotta be, you gotta be real. And you were impressed. You were impressed by the fastness of it. Like even on the first match there, cause yeah. they are really fast. Well, once again, I was more. drinking heavily. So everything kind of moves quicker. In my <laughs> it was fast. And your brain though. slowed down. You were, no, seriously, you were right. It, they are very quick. But at, last time I went to an AW thing, Jess was like, enjoy your play. And I'm like. <laughs> okay, touche. You're right. No, I know. It's I know it's a performance. But it, I mean, I agreed. I agreed. I was like, well, yeah, yeah, it is a play of sorts. You know, They're putting a putting a performance together, and they do a good job at it. Really, really doing doing their thing. They do. So I I got a lot of shit this week. Like I could almost just talk about that. Like I thought about mentioning Elden Ring. I'm thinking I'm gonna save Elden Ring for next week. I'm not even gonna talk about it this week, other than mentioning it right then. <laughs> we well, we got to do an ending ring. Well, eventually you'll do an ending ring whenever whenever you're done with it. There's not much for me to talk about anyway. I've just been so busy this week. I didn't play that much, but I did buy a lot of shit. The day that we recorded the podcast, I stayed over that night, and then I actually hung out all day the next day. Slept through a good chunk of it, but hung out for a few hours the next day. And we went we went to Toy Du Jour. I mean, I didn't. I don't. I don't think I went to bed until like seven a.m. So yeah. When it went like, because I was like, I'm gonna set my alarm for like one o'clock or whatever. We're gonna go to, go to Toy Du Jour. And I, when that time came around, I was like, oh, I don't want to get up. But I but mm. I still but I still did. I still got up and we still went to places. Maybe it was two. Can we mention real quick that I don't think we mentioned it on the show, but there's a video last week or the week before about Toy Du Jour, twenty minute episode of a show where they go. Check out different toy show toy shops. Oh, and that, I mean, Trey is in the episode about yeah. toy du jour. I mean, well, that was uh, it, that that sh- that episode is actually older than that. It was posted this like earlier this year at the beginning, but this is the first time that it's been that you could watch it for free on uh, on YouTube because it was yeah. on it was through Amazon Prime where you where you were able to watch the show. What's the name of that show again? I forget. Best toy shops or something like that. Toys, joys, and toys ends. It's a good show. I subscribed to the channel and I'm gonna check out a couple more episodes. Yeah, no, Jess and I we watched some other episodes other than that because they do some in Japan. Like those are really cool to watch. Like you know, because because we went there and all that stuff and we miss it. I mean, it might also depend on how entertaining the toy shop owners are, which Liz and yeah, they're very entertaining. She's very yeah. funny. It, well, she's the, especially funny. The show is called A Toy Store Near You. Is what it's called. There you go. And I think it's from se- the producers of of the toys that made us. Is it? Yep. Oh, I thought yep. it was produced by some dude in his basement. Well, he was saying he was saying he helped with it, or Sam was saying that he helped a little bit with that. No, show. no, the, the show is fine. I did. I just don't. There's like an opening part where a guy talks to you like really with really bad audio in a toy store. I don't know yeah. why that's in there. Mm. 
They, I think they could just cut that and just go to the next thing. Like, I don't really understand why they need him to set whatever up. They could just go straight into it. That, that's my complaint with it. But but I think it's a it's season four, I believe, when the toy du jour one is. Yeah, it's it's a season four episode three on the on the on the prime one. But you can yeah, to Toy Story near you, you can find it on YouTube. But yeah, I I posted it to both of you to give it a look because it was free now. Mm-hmm. And uh, my nephew's in there also. He's like the last picture that you see where they show the you know because because the Toy Du Jour they do the pictures of you buying stuff and they post it later. And the very right. last one they show and the one they hang on the longest is my nephew because uh you know he got well his dad bought um Twilight Princess for him like the the Wii U one with the amiibo in there and all that. Mm. And uh, I thought that was cool that that was the one they held on. And that was also on on our wedding day. That was like when Jess and I got married. Like that was because I took my family over to Toy Du Jour to hang out. Like my, my sister my sister and my, and my nephew and niece and all that. And, and that picture was from that. And it was in there. And I was like, that's cool. And also, yeah. There's, you were in there like watching a concert or something, right? That a concert at the store. That was their, uh, that was the first time that they had moved to the new store. So that was their opening party that I was at. And yeah, they had a band okay. play in there. And that was that was at the beginning of 2020. That was when I thought everything was going to be fine. And I, that was a great night because I went to because I went to that party and then I went to my friend Darren's house because Darren and Jessica had just gotten married and it was like their marriage celebration or whatever. And I bought him a big box of alcohol and like brought it over there and dropped it off at the apartment and bought him like multiple six packs of beers and whiskey and all this shit. And it was cool. And then a couple months later, right? Well, not a couple months because I think this was like February. A couple weeks later, the pandemic hit. But yeah, that was when that was. But yeah, you can see. I, I remember Sam going up the ladder to shoot that, and I was right in front of him. So I'm not that surprised that I saw myself in there. But they're cool. Both of them are great. And I was really surprised Sam was in there because he's, you know, he's super camera shy. He was on our, he was on our show, and he didn't even want to listen to it because he was, uh, you know, afraid of the sound sound of his own voice. Like he doesn't like the sound of his voice and all that. So. I'm proud of him for for being on the show, and I and they're adorable together, and they've been dating since high school, and that's cute. I like it. They're great. They're both great, and their store is awesome. What'd you get from their awesome store, Jeremy? <laughs> Let me tell you about what I got from their awesome store. First off, I got this Taz. I got Taz, got stuff, Taz. with the Space Jam logo. So this is this oh, is from yeah. the original uh, the original movie. It's not from the HBO Max one. I don't know one. if this is from like a, <laughs> if you bought this at the store, if you got it from a claw machine or something. I don't know, but it's pretty nice. Mm. Yeah, pretty good. I'm Jersey. I'm really surprised I don't own a stuffed, or I didn't own a stuffed Taz. It's a, it's a Taz plush. It's pretty. It looks. It looks good quality. From what I can. Didn't see you also here. get Tasmania on Game Gear, or was that Trey? No, I have that on Game no. Gear. I you got. I got, I got Tasmania on Game Gear. Let me tell you, not yeah. as fun as the Super Nintendo one. No, no Mode Seven there. It's all. Huh. It's all 2D. <laughs> no, no Mode Sevenness. But that's. I mean, spoiler. Just or, well, Jeremy and I, we we did upgrade our Game Gear collection. So, but that's but that's later. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Our Game uh, Gear Tasmania Gear is the same way on the Genesis. It's not the same as the Super Nintendo one. So yeah, the Super Nintendo one's the only one that has the Mode Seventy fun stuff, and then the other one's just a straight up platformer. Because I have it. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, what did I buy? Toy Story. So that was that. Then I bought. I mean, one, I keep seeing these on their Instagram, and so I finally bought one. And I think this is actually through a different vendor whose table they have there, but I got this styrofoam hotcakes container. Or did I, or is that what it is? No, it's actually a pterodactyl. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's definitely not styrofoam. Yeah. yeah. Transforming hotcakes. Yeah, this was yeah. in a this was in like a, a a glass like case thing, and Sam like came and got it out for us. And I was like, I don't remember, I, I don't remember these. And they what they were like late nineties, right? Like I was or this one in particular was nineteen ninety. 
It's a Happy Meal toy. Yeah. Or wait, let me. Look. I thought it was later because what? Because I had the other ones, but I was too old to get happy, or I just didn't get Happy Meals anymore when this one came around. This one says nineteen ninety on it. Is this an official Transformers collaboration, or is this just like a knockoff? No, I think so. They did a. Re- they did, they a did a round of them, them in 84, 85. Yeah, that those are the ones that I got. Transformers inspired. The 85 but ones, it was yeah. not. It was not a cross-promotion kind of thing. There were a lot of transforming toys that came out around that time. There were, the, there were rock lords that were really popular. Go-bots. Yeah, I had one they of those. just turned into rocks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I had those. Yeah. I thought they were great. All they do is just bend over. Like and Then they right. just mm. connect their hands to their feet, and that's all it is. Well, then there was Go-bots. Well, there were, some, there were some more complicated rock lords, but the Go-bots were like... Whatever the answer to Transformers, I don't know which one came. I think the Gobots were the original Transformers. Yeah, I thought the Gobots were really. Before. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. they were both based. Uh, if I'm, 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 I'm gonna mess this up, but it's something like Gundam. Like there's the Japanese, there's the Japanese uh, uh, property that spawned Gobots first, and then also Hasbro Very had some, some kind of deal with them, but then it, but then they went and did Transformers off of it. But yeah, Gobots was the first thing. I mean, it could it could have been Gundam because I know that artists that that did Gundam also did designs of Transformers robots. Like, so well, they, I remember so Yuji showed so me like the a same show DNA. that was um, the show that inspired Voltron that came out before Voltron. Yeah, you're talking about Gotcha Force. We we talked about this before in another episode. Oh, okay. They, they were I, the, I wonder how much that has to do with the Transformer inspiration. Well, they had they were the first ones that had the things that combined together like mm. ken the eagle and all those people they were on a, a tatsunoku versus capcom the wii u fighting game no not wii u the regular the wii. wii u yeah. the regular wii fighting game is actually an awesome awesome game and the characters from gacha force are in there so it's like so tatsunoku is like that's like anime from the 60s like they've been around forever but they you know they did newer stuff too but yeah that was the first like we're we're in machines that become bigger machines type thing. But I know that I know that the people who like designed the Gundams and all that also designed the Transformers, like the art of it. So it's probably a little bit of that as well. I don't know. Well, as far as other stuff I got from Toy Destroyer, I bought a couple of glasses. Uh, one of them I can't show because it's actually been used and it's dirty right now. But it was a Garfield mug. Nothing too rare. I think everybody listening to this, if you were born before like 1990, you've probably seen these Garfield mugs that were like, I think they were from like Hardee's or something. And they got a bunch of like sayings, you know, like it's like a Garfield noted. I hate Mondays. Like a word bubble. Yeah. Something like that. The one I have is like, uh, it's it's a rough life, but someone has to live it. And he's got like Odie leading him along on. (laughs) Well, it's a lot like this. Which is, uh, I also bought from Toy Du Jour. Oh, the puzzle. I bought this online. It's a Garfield puzzle. Didn't. But it's a similar thing where Yodi's like Odie, Yodi, Yodi. Odie's like pulling him along in a basket or something. He's like, it's a tough life, but someone's got to live it. They're in a boat, a basket. <laughs> They're in a boat on the water. Right. But the one on and the mug is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, in this case, he's like paddling. And in that one, he's like pulling him, you know. So he's doing all the work of their locomotion, not Garfield Odie. And then I got, but yeah, so I can't show you that glass. I can't show you another glass either, which is my favorite one. The uh, it was the Rescuers, the original Rescuers, and it had Bianca on it, and then like it talked, it like said her name and stuff, and had like some stats or whatever. But it was just it's the it was the coolest, and I broke it. Oh no! On the way home, I uh, oh, no. slammed on my brakes on the Dan Ryan. Oh, you have to do that sometimes. On the ninety-nine, you broke it on ninety ninety-four. Like, how did you have it? How was it? I didn't. I didn't have you, the. You didn't put a. Security. You didn't put it a seat the bag belt of on your. Sitting on the seat. Oh. I slammed the brakes and it flew forward and then went in the and then I heard like a cr- crunchy sound oh, and no. I knew something oh, no. broke. Yeah, oh, that's rescuers went down under. But I had all, I also didn't <laughs> wrap did. it back up properly after I showed it off at your house to 
Jess and stuff. So it was kind of my fault for not wrapping it up properly because he had actually done a really good job. Yeah, wrapping he, everything up so it wouldn't break. Yeah, I remember that. That yeah, he's like, well, I was like, do you have a way to wrap fragile stuff? And they did, and yeah, that's a shame though that didn't make it home. I was wondering like what I was like, did you accidentally sit on it? Did it get stuck between the seats? I don't know. And uh, and that one had like it was like four bucks. I was like, well, I broke it, but I know I like it. I'm going to look it up on eBay. You know, if it's a similar price, I'll just buy it on eBay because I really like that glass. I could sort of fix my mistake if I just buy it now. And the cheapest one I found was like 30 bucks. Mm. Yeah, it's worth more than they were selling it for. So I got lucky and then I got unlucky. I, yeah, they don't ever overprice <laughs> things, even though I, I did. I don't know if you were. Well, you probably weren't able to, but I did jump on that Instagram sale they had with all the with all the. Oh, no, I was with aware. all the video yeah, games. I just I just looked at it. There wasn't really anything that I didn't have already, but there was some stuff that they were selling. Kind of, you know, they were selling Indiana Jones on sixty four for eighty dollars, which that was a that was a blockbuster exclusive. So maybe that's what it's at now. I don't know. But some of them I were higher than you expected. I mean, I have that game. I do actually have that one. But yeah, it was some of them were higher than I thought. Like they had they had Turok three, which I don't have, but I think they were selling it for over eighty dollars or something like that. So you know. I didn't. I didn't buy anything from it. I just wanted to see what they had on there, and ninety percent of it I already had. But I was still just was curious which which games they were, you know, selling off. I'll say so. I'll show this glass. This glass is fucking cool. In fact, it has a lot to do with what you were just talking about. It's an Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones glass yeah, yeah. with the uh, with the the the, the witch doctor. Yeah, Kalima. Yeah, high priest Mola Ram performs a terrifying Thuji ritual. That is I like really that cool Thuji is trademarked. Mm. Like they invented some sort of like native huh. tribe or something. They're like, we have to give it its own name and t- trademark it. But yeah, this, this be like a the McDonald's dude who the hearts glass. Out. What is this? This is from Seven Up. Brown's okay. Chicken specifically. I don't know who Brown's Chicken is. No, that, I mean that's a restaurant. That's a restaurant in some. I mean not in not in the uh, not in the Midwest, but maybe more southern. I don't know. But I have seen Brown Chicken. Maybe I saw it in California also. I don't know. I, I've definitely seen that insignia though. This is a really cool glass, though. Like, why the hell of all the things? That is a definitely things, cool glass. Is this guy on a glass that you can buy <laughs> at a restaurant? Like, he rips the beating heart out of someone's chest, and now you can drink red Kool-Aid out of the glass. Let, let me tell you something. I'm sure I'm sure maybe you've heard this before from film school, John, but uh, you know that that part when they when they pull the heart out, like, they mm-hmm. wanted people to, like, freak out in the theater about it? It was real, right? So they actually... No, they they actually put. The Are you gonna audio- tell me that was special effects? No, they they actually put the audio of people screaming okay, yeah. when they pull the heart out because they wanted you to scream in the theater. So they like mm-hmm. edited other people screaming into the audio track. So, they, so you felt like they if had you a screamed, it's show okay. And they yeah. The reaction to that and stuck it in the final movie. No, oh. no, there wasn't any reactions. They just they just put it in there because they wanted you to scream at that moment. So like you hear it mm-hmm. in the audio, you hear other people screaming, so you feel like it's okay for you to scream too. It's, oh, okay. It's like it's like when the fucking robot from RoboCop fell down and it sounded like squealing pigs. It's just like stuff that they want you to feel a certain way about, even though it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. I know. I've heard all that before. Like, if you they want you to be afraid, they'll put like subtle tracks of like lion roaring or something somewhere in there. That kind of psychological audio manipulation. But I did not hear specifically about the Indiana Jones thing. I mean, I hardly see a reason to scream over it. <laughs> I just thought it was it was cool that they that they did that because like, they want people to scream. So like, well, what if we put other people screaming in the in the thing so you don't feel 
Like you, like you don't want to be the first one to do it, but you feel somebody already did. So now you can, you know, it's like just helping you like to it. I feel like I see that in a lot of cartoons. If they show something like somewhat shocking, it'll be, you'll hear like screaming in the background. Like that's just kind of like thrown into the wacky audio of the cartoon. Or sometimes they tell you to take off your clothes like uh, Aladdin. Remember that? That was the first time I ever took off oh, right. clothes. So <laughs> I needed it. I needed it. Yeah, that was some weird, some weird extra audio stuff. I don't know if that was intended. I'll save what we got exchanged that we can talk about that together. How about that tree? That makes sense. Whatever. But I will talk about the other stuff because there's still more. There's still more things I got this week on top of these other things. Um, this week was pretty monumental for me because I purchased my first new TV. That was exclusively a TV, I guess, because I bought I bought monitors for my computer. Computer, if you count those, but yeah, my first TV in ten years that I bought, and I bought a sixty-five inch TV. It had a lot to do with going to Trey's house. And I think we have this TV. I think we have the same TV. Mm. Like I think you got the same one that I have, the Samsung, because they look. Yeah, very, I just they know it's very, a six, very... Samsung four K. Yeah. It was like six hundred bucks. Was it six? It was. It was on it. sale, but it wasn't on any kind of oh. crazy. Maybe sale. you're. Maybe yours like, is, Maybe yours is better because I. Well, I mean, I got mine was a Black Friday deal that I got twenty nineteen. I thought I thought I got it for four hundred, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's yeah, it looks similar from what I've seen. But one of the reasons I was so exhausted yesterday is because I put that whole like they they delivered it to me, but it was still in the box. But they didn't help you bring it out. No, they. Yeah. Were, I was just like, do you think I could do this by myself? He's like. Are you mounting it or are you uh, putting it on something? I was like, I'm going to put it on something. He's like, oh, you can do it yourself. But you're going to need a different TV stand because I literally <laughs> did not have a TV stand that would fit it. Yeah, and so you. I sent a yeah. picture to Trey and John after I put the legs on it and like managed to hoist it up on the stand. It weighs about 65 pounds. It's not a lot, but it's just weird how that weight's distributed. One, one pound per inch. And you don't want to like, yeah, you don't want to like put your fingers like onto the screen, like push into that at all when you're picking it up. So it's like somewhat delicate i actually ended up setting it up on my old tv stand and then balancing <laughs> the right side of it on my uh, speaker i use for karaoke i thought and it was like on a couch or something it actually it worked like i mean it was i picture. even took out my level just to be just to have fun and it was almost perfectly level with that so it would have worked out but in my head i'm just thinking i don't want shauna to walk into this like real janky looking thing so mm. I ended up yeah, going to the you store. You were doing this buying... by yourself because you were trying to surprise Shauna, who was. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was a surprise so... for her. Yeah, yeah. So she was in Brazil. Yeah. So I was like, this would be something fun to do while she's gone. And then she comes back and it's already all set up and everything. So I was like, well, I got to go buy an entertainment center. So I went to the to Meyer. I couldn't find anything there. And then I went to Walmart and I realized that I was going to spend about half the amount if I just got one of those eight cubes things which i'm sure john you thought the same thing when you were buying your cubes like as a tv stand it's perfect oh yeah it's great especially for yeah i said before on the show if you've got multiple game consoles those ikea mm-hmm. just simple cube setups there's nothing better well like so i got a 65 inch so it needs to be at least 42 inches wide you probably mm. want it to be even wider it's got wide feet or whatever and so i like did the measurements and that worked and then i wanted to make sure it was deep enough for those weird ass feet the tvs have nowadays and it was deep enough so i was like this is like half, it was literally half the price it was like 160 bucks for the cheapest tv stand at walmart for the size i had and it was like 80 bucks for this other thing so i'm like yeah that's easy to decide and i put it together you know it, that wasn't really hard but still kind of annoying on top of everything else i was trying to do and one of the worst parts is getting rid of all the packaging between the TV and the and the uh, thingy, like just so much styrofoam and cardboard and did, did you the cats fucking with plastic. everything? I'm sure they actually, for the most part, they just stood back and watched. Did you throw away your your TV box? No, I kept the box because 
I want to use it for protest signs and stuff. Well, I mean, you know, whenever you have to move, you put your TV back in it and you move it as a box and not an open TV. Oh, okay. I, well, I, I did keep the I did keep the box. I didn't keep all the styrofoam and shit because oh, I keep all. I have all of uh, we. Jess and I we both have all of our TV boxes in the back. Because yeah, you put your TV back in the box and then it's protected when you move it to your next place. That's smart. I didn't think about that. So I, actually, well, I put I actually put my forty inch TV that was where the sixty five was. I put that in the sixty five box, but I do also have the forty inch box. I just didn't want to dig it out and all that. But yeah, I have all my boxes still to put the TVs back into for the for the moving. Well, I was trying to, I was also trying to be like surreptitious. So like I got rid of as much as I could, but I did keep the box because that thing's just huge. And um, one thing I did though, was I like had to move the entertainment center. The old TV was on. Well, and then the new TV was on the entertainment center plus the speaker, but I built the uh, cubes. I pushed it all the way up to that. And then I lifted one edge up and did a kind of like a whoop, whoop, walked it onto it, (laughs) which is scary. Yeah, I was really scared when I did that. And then I had to move the other entertainment center out from behind and then push it forward, which that was also really scary because it's kind of like wobbling as I'm pushing yeah. it. But I finally got it in place and it feels pretty stable. And then I got all my systems hooked up to it. I've got my Wii U hooked up, my GameCube, my uh, I hooked up my PS4. Uh, yeah, everything's hooked up. My, of course, my Switch. And I think my GameCube adapter might be broken. Which oh, is, no. Uh, my HD adapter. No, really? I mean, it's, it's got doing some kind of... Oh, I've had it for like I mean, it was years it was year it was some years. Okay. I mean, we when you put a lot of money into it, I would I would hope that I mean I did. You should I mean contact that guy. I would hope that the money the amount of money you put in to it, maybe they could fix it for you. That's worth a try, and I might do that. You should. Um, what it, what what's going on with it is it's like it's basically missing like some lines. Oh, okay. And so it's like, and it's also slightly askew. So the top part of the screen is like smushed down and then slightly off to the right. So mm. I was just playing double dash and it was, it was unplayable because like at a certain like point in, on the horizon, the whole thing would shift and you couldn't even see some of the racers. And I was sad, but I ran it through its spaces. I tried all these different games out on it. I really liked how stuff on the switch looked on it. Obviously um, I couldn't find an adapter to charge my PS4 controller. So I haven't tried that yet. <laughs> Um, I think those just take the mini. They take the mini HD or the micro. No, I can't whatever. find them anywhere. I like got rid of all those. The, like the flat ones, the ones that look squished. Because like the micro yeah, it's ones, the mi- are the, it's are the, the micros. I, I'm confused between the mini and the micro. Is the the micro is the one that's more of like a trapezoid or whatever, right? The one that the PS4. Yeah, the took, mini, mini the is what's on your uh, Wii U Pro controller. That's the mini, the fatter one. No, actually, and the micro is the one that's on everything else. Oh yeah, the oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say the the fatter one, the one on the Pro controller is the same as the play, PlayStation Three controller. They yep. both use the same plug. And then PS Four uses the micro. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, didn't I think know that's which was just which. the worst ever made. I hate it so much. They, all, all those ever <laughs> they broke. Both, they both kind of suck. Had, yeah. Hey, I got those plugs. It would break. I have a bunch of those. I could send you one. I got like twenty of them. Seriously. I mean, I probably do too. I just need to dig around in my basement for it. But no, I don't need. You don't need to send me any of those. I mean, you have a. Because I got a bunch that came with uh, some of the 8-bit doughs that I bought came with micros. Right. Or not with micros, minis. What, whatever the smaller one is. Um, I, I, have a, I have a bunch of them. Actually, they're charging the the ring lights that I use for these for the for the uh, you know for the Patreon video here. They're they're always hooked up to my. So I, ha- I seriously, I have a bunch of them. So I could send. I just I wish it was USB C. I mean, I know it was too early to be that, but USB C is the best. USB C for for life. It's not a bad plug. I do enjoy it. It's reversible. Wish my phone had it. It's really durable. I haven't had a single USB-C plug break on me. 
I still have the same one that I got with my Switch in 2017. It still works great. You know, that's just, that's the way it needs to be. So anyways, needles to say, um, I, I ran through spaces and uh, we, pl- Sean and I played some Tetris 99 on it last night. That looked really cool. Yeah, it's like a, oh my God, the blocks are so huge. I, 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 yeah. looked, I looked at, you know, I was, uh, I was at, I've been working like, you know, for the past few days, but I was using the Nintendo Switch Online app so I could spy on your on what you've been playing and all that stuff. Cause you can do it through your phone without having your switch on you and all that. Nice. So I wanted to see if you had played that game that you might've received from somebody, which we won't mention. I played yet. it immediately after you let us know about it and I downloaded it. But anyway, uh, I, I'm going to get to that, but uh, I did want to say another tragedy was that the uh, Wii U sensor bar cord broke. Hmm. No. Luckily, we have another one over here with the Wii, and I think I might actually have another one down in the basement packed away. But Got to get some candles. Yeah, there's good other options. It would, <laughs> it would be an excuse to buy one of the wireless ones, maybe, or I have one. like you said, works, get some candles. Works, works okay. I mean, it wasn't too expensive. It How did it break? Was it just you, you, you like went in your, your packaging and it was already broken, or did you snap it back? I think I snapped it when I was moving everything around. Like I was trying to be super careful with how I was moving everything, but I was literally shifting everything like a sliding puzzle in the living room Mm. to get the TV moved around and then all the stuff moved to the new spaces and actually literally sliding the the stands around. I think I might've left the Wii U one hooked up to the old TV and then just moved it, not thinking about it, just like snapped and I didn't even notice. That's, That's my theory. I wonder if you could put it if you really cared to. That that was a really long cord, right? I opened it. I like stuff. looked at the cord, and I it's the I can't fix that. It's like some sort of. It. It's really, it's really, stuff. really, yeah. it's really, really thin too. So I would yeah, think that it would thin. easily get cut because it's so. You know, it's. I mean, you said anything on that that has like some sort of weight to it, it might just. It's not like you know a simple. I mean? It could easily get severed. Two cords that you can like splice. Like if it were like that, I would have fixed it. But. So I actually stripped the cord where it broke, hoping that it would just have the two wires in it, like an old school speaker wire thing. If you've ever wired up speakers, you both probably have. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I could just fix it by myself, but it was more complicated than that. So I just gave up on it. I actually threw it away. Um, I didn't. I didn't hoard it, thinking I could fix it later. But the thing is, I think we have an extra one floating around here somewhere. Not just the one behind me, which is Shauna's on her Wii. But I think that when I bought the Wii U, I never even hooked up that sensor bar because I already had the the one for the Wii hooked up. Oh, at least that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, so that's what I'm hoping. I'm gonna look in my Wii U box, and it might still be in there because I do still have the box to that. I mean, you can buy Uh, you can buy them for like six dollars. If you I'm want, not too worried about it. You, I would if just if you need sad. one. They're really, really cheap. Like of the wired ones, like you can get them for five or six bucks. Yeah, the free the shipping, heartbreak of or free yeah. shipping breaking an original piece of your your hardware. Yeah, yeah. I do want to mention some games I bought on the Wii U eShop because it was kind of like oh fire yeah. Sale I mean what I kind of I mean well we we could both both talk about that because I did a I did jump on 3ds as well because there's only a few days left uh, in the time that they'll let you put money directly on there like from all right the, well let's they're, okay, they're, they're, let's they, do that but let me show one more physical thing and then that'll be all my physical stuff they're gonna keep it going but you know it is physical but let me show you something that shauna brought me from brazil that i thought was really cool Ooh, it's kind of similar to something you got us john there are okay. these these um is it a hitman game <laughs> they're these coasters oh, that are shaped yeah. like nes they're kind of like a oh that's a better plastic. quality coaster than yeah they're I like got, plastic. yeah they're thicker they're not going to disintegrate with the with the weight of but they're all kind of like parodies so this is like i did i used google translate and this is like basically like super drunk brothers pretty much i can <laughs> see the drinks like on there Malta. yeah 
And then this is like, I think this is drunk pack. Like they're all like drunk versions. So this has something to do with Pac-Man, but it's all puns based on Portuguese drinks and stuff. So I don't completely understand. That's cool. That's all in Portuguese. Yeah. They're all like, they're all they're like Z's, which I don't know. This one, it was easy to figure out. Or what? That's re- reserved space. <laughs> oh, like space invaders. Yeah, yeah. So wait, what does it say? It's like reserve space. Oh yeah. I don't know what it says, but yeah. I don't know if somebody watching the video wants to run Google Translate on it. They can, but that's my favorite one. That one's really easy to figure out. Drink Kong. Drunk Kong. Yeah. <laughs> it says drink throws, Kong. Throws beer at you instead of barrels, like full beer. Um, he's never been more dry or drink Kong. No more dryness or something like that. I don't know. It's it, it looks like a combination of uh of what like a uh, Tapper and Donkey Kong. Yeah. You know, because you have to mm-hmm. feed people or you have to throw beers and tapper it's like what if donkey kong was a tapper and threw beers at you that's what that is but yeah they're uh these parody coasters they're are, are hilarious and those are fantastic I, just, I felt so warmed in my heart that shauna thought of me when she saw these and brought them back because yeah i, I don't know how i how else i would have ever acquired something like this yeah that was specifically portuguese parodies of nintendo games on <laughs> coaster form but that's definitely a conversation cool. starter i mean i mean mm-hmm. just by themselves the nes coasters are cool people would be like oh yeah, yeah maybe we'll talk about that well but, i haven't really wanted to use those as coasters yeah so no, i, have, I, I, I don't want to use like, those either yeah i've got one up here i've got it on top of the metroid thingy yeah so i use that one as a decoration and then we've got the other ones scattered around so I like them as decorations more than coasters, but these ones I could use as coasters because they're plastic. They're like a almost like a Formica or not Formica. Like yeah, it's definitely better. Mylar kind of feeling plastic. That's what you keep keep comics in, or well, some people do. Those are the fancy covers, the Mylar covers. Mm. That's how I know that how that how I know that word. But yeah, I guess John and I could talk about this. Trey hooked us up this week. Yes, he did. Well, wait, hold and on. I mean, but, oh, well, let's, face- try, let's let Trey tell the story <laughs> of why he hooked us up. Well, Please I mean, do. I was gonna say Facebook hooked me up, but also Jess hooked hooked us up because uh, th- this actually was all Jess is doing way 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 back when they found oh. out that the that there was a, some lawsuit going against Facebook uh, against like well, I guess people who had Facebook in Illinois could get this claim where you might get money later, and uh, Jess told everybody at the at the theater when they were working on uh, King's Speech at the time, told everybody to sign up for this thing. Mm-hmm. And I did it as well. And I texted Jess. I was in, you know, Indiana on a shoot, and I'm like, "Hey, I just got, I just got like four hundred dollars from Facebook. Just randomly yeah, showed up. Transaction lawsuit. Yeah. Like randomly showed up in my PayPal, and they were like, "Oh yeah, no, I, I don't, I think I, I don't remember if I did that or not, or if it'll show up. But then a couple, but then like the next day, Jess got it too. So we both got four hundred dollars from from Facebook. We got the same amount. So apparently, it's they're throwing it out to everybody. And like a a, a couple days later. I got a hundred bucks from Twitch too, which, wow, I don't know. I guess they were like building it up or something. I and and Jess was like, "Hey, hey, you made money playing video games," and I'm like, "Yes, I did." So I need to <laughs> I need to stream more. But hey, Twitch! All of a sudden, Twitch threw, sent me a hundred dollars, and I'm like, "Okay, cool." Was that related to a, a, a lawsuit? The same, same lawsuit, or was that- I don't I don't think so. Like I'm I'm confused about the way Twitch pays you. Like I, I remember, uh, Fuchsia was trying to explain to explain it to me at one point, but I still didn't understand it. And I've been to like streamer parties where they where other streamers were trying to explain it to me. I still didn't understand it. But I do remember one guy uh, at Emporium that like Kevin introduced me to, just saying that they would just randomly get a hundred dollars from Twitch. So I guess I kind of understand right. now because I randomly got hundred dollars from Twitch too. I don't know. 
I guess I guess they have to. It has professional to professional like, streamer. Like we looked. At so you definitely worked for you. that. You've you've streamed so much. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a. I mean, I'm like whatever you like whatever not partnered. I'm like affiliated. You know, so they have my mm-hmm. they have my bank account and all that stuff. But you know, well, that was thanks to Jeremy and I. Are one of our most watched videos of all time. Basically, the whole reason I got affiliated was because of the views that we got from. Well, you have to do a lot more than that, but but the one that like put me to the affiliation or whatever was when we did that two-player uh, Stardew Valley stream. Like that yeah. was that was, and really, that, was, that, was, that, was that was what put me over. Yeah, because we did it right when it happened. So because we ended up getting a lot of because you need like it. You don't need that much to be affiliated. You need like fifty followers. And an average of three watch of like three viewers, so it's not really. And you need to stream like a certain amount of time a week or whatever. But anyway, out out of like the six years or whatever since that happened, I finally got paid from Twitch. But also got Please. this got this random money from this lawsuit that I don't even remember from Facebook. And I remembered when John won a random lawsuit and bought mm. us both Hitman on PS4. So I was like. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna send you both a code for for Wii for not Wii Sports for Switch Sports just because hey, it's a fun game and you should check it out and it's cheap. It's only forty bucks. Yeah. So I was like, so I bought I bought it because uh, I actually did this for just when I was in when I was in Des Moines. I because you can because you can buy digital codes from Target like from the Target app, and I bought I bought them a, a digital code for Stardew Valley, and I was like, well, I can get I was like, I can just buy two digital cards for for switch sports and i'll just throw it on the slack and that's what i did i uh before my phone almost died on the shoot i uh i threw those out there so both of you could play it because you know i i all of a sudden i had 400 dollars i wasn't expecting so i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna throw you some some switch sports and yeah, it, that was a really nice surprise so thank you yeah because neither of you had it and you should it's fun so and then maybe someday we can play online together someday soon yeah so far i've really I, I, i've I played the three that I didn't play already in the trial. I like them all, but I really like the soccer one. I, I thought the you soccer would. One is great. Well, it's like it. It. I mean, it's a slower. I mean, it's like a slower Rocket League. Yeah, it it cribs a lot from Rocket League, even down to like the goal celebrations that you can earn. And you can yeah, you, know? you can change that later. Well, we, we can un- yeah. You can unlock them through the online, and they really they really want to push you into the online mode because that's how you unlock all the different things through playing online. And mm-hmm. then there's like pro league. I don't know if you got there yet, but I've been in pro league for a while in the bowling world, and it's okay because cool. that's the one I play more than anything is bowling because that's my that's my jam. I, I haven't gotten to the pro league on any of the other games because I can't win as well as I can on bowling. But both but we can talk about that now. I mean, both of you got it. Like that was the, yeah. that was the build up. So what do you think? What do you think, Jeremy? I got the chance to play with Trey, you know, right before he gifted me just a few <laughs> days before. So before I actually before did I get threw a chance the to wrestling stuff at I really you. like Chanmara. I think that's a fun game. I haven't tried it since I got this copy of my own, but I will tell you, the bowling on a giant TV sold me like when I played mm-hmm. at Trey's house and like doing it here with the at first I was like skeptical of the Joy-Con being so much different than the Wiimote, but it works really well. Nintendo actually nailed their own hardware in this case and even though it's slightly different, I feel like with the bigger screen, it's even easier to kind of like with your follow through mm-hmm. sort of even kind of like look at the lane itself and, and use that as your follow through. And I got I, I was doing really well. Like I'm not pro yet, but I was surprised I was actually winning my first few matches. And then it got really hard all of a sudden. I mean, you just got to 
you just got to keep playing online and get like a certain, I don't know how many it is, but you got to, you got to get like a certain amount of wins or, or a certain amount of like, you know, however many brackets you survive. Like, and then eventually they'll be like, Hey, you're pro league now. But I, I just, I just basically like bold until it's like, Oh, now you're in the pro league. And I tried to do it for the other sports, but I suck at all the other ones. So I, I don't have a consistent winning streak or anything like that. And, and I don't like playing when I'm not winning. And the bowling one is the one where I can actually compete, you know, but I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm like in the, D, D plus era now area now for pro and they're constantly throwing me the fucking barricade ones which really suck so but but if you're good enough and you can get a couple strikes on there you can still end up winning but it's just not as fun as like the no barricade ones and that's the ones with the obstacles and shit that you mm. gotta move around well I, I mean i like it though i think it, i don't know if i would have felt it if i hadn't played it myself but i think it should be a pack-in or if not a pack-in they should make it even cheaper because they could really get that hype back that they used to have for Wii Sports if they play their cards right. I agree. And, you know, they they dropped the price of the Switch to 260. Did you hear that? No. No. No, I've not heard that. I figured yeah. that I would have seen it. Yeah, I saw. So- I heard something about this on, uh, I think it was on the CU podcast. I didn't con- confirm it for myself, but maybe we could confirm it right now. Yeah, but it says it on GameStop. It's 260. 260. And that's for the, that's not the OLED one. No, Th- that's the um, the, the regular one. one is yeah two fifty nine. Well, I guess the yep, OLED is selling for it's selling for three forty instead of like uh or no that's that's a used one I think or no no that's the same one I don't know there's different prices for the OLED that's a significant price drop I mean it's two sixty now which makes it far more affordable I guess right I think yeah you know, as if the two sixty isn't enough you know maybe pairing it with the the Switch Sports would be like uh. Yeah, that'd be a killer deal. Two sixty for that and switch sports. Well, wait. I mean, I mean, it would be like the Wii, where it comes with two right. controllers out of the box. So, right. Well, I mean, the Wii came with one controller. Oh, it did. That's right. Yeah. But you could take turns, so you could still take yeah. turns. I mean, don't don't forget there was that huge controller drought when the when the Wii came out. Like it was true, which I thought was really cool when WarioWare Smooth Moves came out because you could play multiplayer with only one controller. Which is great because none other ones were available. Well, was that the only reason people really bought Wii Play was because it came with a controller? That was a big yep. reason, yeah. Because yeah, because because controllers were impossible to find. To find it was impossible to find. And then this is a little side story, but when I went to get my Wii Play, I walked to Best Buy. Yes, I got finally got a second controller. I walked back. I got to the apartment and I realized there was a hole in my bag and the the game was gone. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> So, so I was just like, I walked, what, what, I, what can I do? I turned around, I walked back. This is in the snow, by the way. So it was like a probably good, at least a foot of snow. It's all white, all across Chicago. And I'm walking backward, following my, my foot track, my, my footsteps, looking for the possibility of this game. And I see it just like way up ahead, like 100 feet ahead. There it is, just sitting in the snow. Just like still there. My, my copy of yeah. Weplay in my, my remote. Oh, good. Finally. Got it. Nobody took it. Anyway, that's how I got my second Wii remote and almost lost it. I would have walked all the way back to the store too if if there was yep. a hole in the bag just to see if you could find it. I would have done that. Yeah. Oh, I would have gone back to Best Buy and been like, "What's up with these holes in the bags? That's kind of bad." Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's yeah. Why would it? I don't know. Was it was the bag like not strong enough to hold the the? I think I got Wii Play and a couple other things, and maybe I just overloaded the bag or something. Maybe, but uh, that that brings me to uh, before I forget my my nickname, uh, Squirrel Chaser, is uh they because they, they basically they've been adding new um, unlockables that you can get through playing online, and they recently like maybe like a few days ago they added the squirrel suit, 
which I got. So now you can, now I can play as a squirrel. I know you always wanted to play as a squirrel in bowling, but now you can. And I guess they, they added another one. They added like a dark one where you can get like black clothes that you wear and like dark Chambara lightsabers, whatever. Mm. So, that, I mean, that's their thing. Like somebody data mined it and said there was like 200 different clothing options or whatever that you can unlock. And I still think the Mies are better than the squirrel person. But that's what I've been playing as is the squirrel person because that's what I got. I got it. Got yeah, that I picked thing. the Mies right off the bat. And I, I was confused at first by you, you can name your, your, your character. Uh, not just your own name or whatever, but then there's like a descriptor first. Yeah. I thought they didn't do a good job of saying like what exactly this was. It was just like a list of words. It was like doctor and happy and yeah, like wait, or father, uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But then I figured out what it was and I named myself Party Grandpa Nintendo. Oh, there you go. That, that's it, my name. That's another thing. Like when you play online, you unlock, you get to unlock more of these titles, like with every package of new things that they drop. And mm-hmm. I think, I think my, uh, I think my name right now is Virtual Ramen. It's what my it's what my name is, but it's been a bunch of different things. It was uh, Thinking Party was one of them for a while, or Muddy Thinking was another one that I had, mm-hmm. or like uh, was it just had Fan of Cat was was what was uh-huh. it, you know, and you can do different things. Or I saw like Game Explain had Fan of Myself on there. You can you can do that. And it's a bit like Animal Crossing on the uh, Passport, where you can do the. Adjectives. You're right. Yep, that's what. I was it, no, it is. Yeah, it is very much like that. I was bowling online the other day. And I saw somebody who had made who had made a Walter White me from uh, from uh, hmm. Breaking Bad, and his and their um their name was a hundred percent teacher is what it said, <laughs> and it was Wal and it was Walter White. So there you go. So that was funny. But yeah, some people make their names like with that a part of it also. You know where that, that brings into it. So it's just extra shit that you unlock when you play online. It's fun. So far, my, my impression of the game is it's exactly what i would expect of a modern wii sports i think i said that about the 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 sample that we did a couple weeks ago as well but i I really like it um i think everything every game feels well thought out and the controls feel right for every game there's i don't i don't think there's a loser in the bunch i just think that there's some that are better than others except for volleyball no, I, I haven't I, tried I like volleyball, volleyball yet. It, it's it's fine. It's just, it's just it's just kind of boring. Yeah, it's not the best one, but it's not it's not terrible either. It's interesting and it's different enough from the others. Um, I know Trey liked badminton before I was playing that, and I thought, yeah, this is different from tennis for sure. It's very intense. Strategy, very, yeah. I mean, Jeremy and I we played it. Well, it's when you play, especially when you play it online, you try to hit those like you're trying because if you mm-hmm. you know if you get the timing right, you can kind of spike it like sort of like right. volleyball. Mm-hmm. And if you're playing somebody online, like your arm will will hurt so much after one game you know because you really got to like swing the fuck out of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. soccer to me though is the best you know i've played 500 hours of rocket league and i can see again how this takes a lot from rocket league but it's different enough it's different because it's slower paced um you're not a car zooming all over back and forth around the field you got to conserve your energy a little bit more because you're just a person running around the field and that makes it, that sounds there's like definitely a stamina meter. There's definitely a stamina stamina meter, yeah. <laughs> and I think it actually makes it more uh, makes it makes it unique and interesting. Like I, I I would put this in my regular rotation alongside Rocket League. There are two different flavors of the same type of game, and I, I like it a lot. You know, I was getting to, the, to where I was like jumping and jump kicking, and I actually like playing the goalie even better than uh, I would in Rocket League because goalie is kind of least exciting part of Rocket League, whereas here because of the slower pace because of the the way they sort of keep the tension uh 
I'm sitting in the goal and I'm like anticipating. I know it's going to come back to me at some point and, and I can make the big save. And it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. I mean, it's, you are, I mean, you are a great, you're a great uh, part of your team because in the time that I played online, a lot of times the people on the team were not playing, we're not playing goalie. So, so you're, oh, yeah. you're, you're nope. a great service to your team because there, there were so many times where just everybody was trying to play the offense and there was nobody there when the ball went back there. So, yeah, it doesn't so work. I, so I'm saying people are you're the people that are on there are going to appreciate you, you know, in the four on four and all that. So yeah, I mean, it, it it'll stick you in a certain spot at the start, and it's like kind of figure, all right, that's where I should stay. Let's, it'll put you in the midfield to begin with, or in the goal, or wherever. Um, yeah, wherever you at, wherever you're starting at, I, I think it's your responsibility to stay there and own that position for sure. So where are we at? I, we can we can move. So I pretty much talked about everything that I did this week, other than. When we're gonna, we didn't talk about the game gears. No, we didn't talk about that yet. Uh, we can right now. Okay, let's do it. So Jeremy and I, we went to the exchange, and um, I, I doubled, I doubled my game gear collection. But Jeremy, you like what? Quadrupled your game gear collection it, or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Oh, but it's amazing. Uh, we 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 pretty much bought almost every game gear game they had there, except for like two, maybe right? There was like two left. There were two left that mm. we didn't get. Was it Arch Rivals and Slider? Something. Was was what was left? Yeah. But uh, so I got um, so I got NBA Jam on Game Gear. Nice for, for ten dollars. I got um, PGA Tour Golf for eight dollars. Got to have a golf game on everything, you know. Got to have it. Mm-hmm. And then I also got was it eight or was it five? I don't know. But I ended up getting Sonic Two for three dollars as well. <laughs> Everything is very cheap. So I ended up what it what it was I think my total was nineteen eighty five or something like that. It was like a year that I was alive in and all that. Yeah, it was like nineteen dollars <laughs> and eighty five cents. That was what I ended up. But yeah, double double the game gears. Game gear game gear games. No, I got six instead of instead of three. I played I played all of them. I played uh, NBA Jam. It works okay. Uh Tim yeah. Kits Kim Tim Kitzrow is not on there of course because it can't process the voices and all that. And you also can't you can't turbo, so you can't turbo you guys. You can't run around quicker and all there that. Turbo voices, NBA Jam. There's voices in one of my games. Oh, well, th- there's not an NBA Jam, definitely. Yeah, but it, it can't handle Tim Kitzrow's voice. Specifically. That's just true. other ones, yeah. yeah. It, it is kind of like a little hard to play it on Game Gear. It is kind of blurred, like the motion kind of blurs when you try to watch it go back and forth. Yeah. Uh, PGA Tour works better because it's golf and it's not really moving. Even though very much like the golf game that I played with Wedgeworth, uh, it's really hard to tell like where your where your shots are gonna go and all that stuff. And Sonic it's NBA Jam fun though on Game Gear. Yeah, it's fine. I mean it's NBA Jam. It's just like I said, like with the Return of the Jedi, it's just limiting. You know, it's like the same thing, but oh. you can't do what you could do on the other systems. It's limited in that version. And uh, Sonic 2, I didn't actually play. I just turned it on to make sure it worked. So I listened to the opening to the opening title theme, and I was like, cool, it works. So I- It's got another game, like a Tales minigame or something on there, doesn't it? It looks like it, no. yeah. Well, it says it has kind of like a split screen. Did you play it enough to not find it? Because it says Sonic 2, and then it says Sonic Tales. Like kind of... It looks like there might be a mini. Oh wait, I remember that now. I do remember it now. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, have you have you played it? It looks like it's two different things. Just it's like way, a racing just game. Just the way the design. Yeah, is. I played it way back when, but I don't remember. But yeah, it was like I couldn't believe it was so cheap. It's like three bucks for Sonic. I was like, you know, why not? Even though I did, you know, I did play this game before. My my uh, stepbrother had it, and uh, there there was a part that I got to that I couldn't get past. It was like this little little uh, mouth claw thing. That you get to that's that shoots fireballs at you, and I couldn't figure out how to get past it. Well, I got 
R.I.P. Madden 95. Yeah, you got Madden 95 there. Yeah, Madden died pretty recently in the last couple of months. Uh, yep. Yeah, and it has voice. So sorry, Trey, but Tim Kistro is probably just not <laughs> capable of being compressed that much. Or maybe they but just Madden, couldn't, couldn't afford him. Couldn't afford him for the Game Gear NBA Jam. <laughs> I mean, say sorry to Acclaim or whoever made it. But much like you were saying, uh, well, for one, it's very much it kind of has more of a tech mobile sort of presentation. It doesn't have any of the what we know from Madden playing it in the Super Nintendo and beyond where there's it's more of a three-dimensional game. Like this kind of tries to do that. You're looking down the field, but it's very, very 2D. And the ghosting or whatever you call it, the motion blur is just impossible to follow what's happening. And I gave up on it pretty quick, but I tried because I was able to play Madden 95 back in the day. You know, I understood it well enough. So I know that it's not an issue of being incapable of playing. It's that the the screen sucks. (laughs) But this other sports game I bought actually does work pretty well because it's kind of like golf. It's baseball where not a whole lot happens. Oh, yeah. the Was it Frank something? Big Hurt Baseball? Frank Thomas's Big Hurt. Yeah. He brings the hurt. And Ken Griffey's in here, so... He's go. like one of the guys on the home run because uh, they've got the all-star team from that year on oh, here okay. and they've got the home run contest. And that's all I've really played, honestly, is the home run contest. But the Game Gear can handle home run contest. Yeah. Let me tell you what. But lastly, I bought this because I had to because we've talked about this game so much on the show and the different versions of it. But it's not Aladdin. It's Lion King. Oh, Lion King. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I had Game that Gear, one. Lion King. Yeah, I, did that. I never had that many Game Gear games. The Lion King was one of them. I played that one a lot. Yeah, the the chippy music is pretty funny. Yeah, because mm-hmm. even on the like Super Nintendo version, they had some like it sounded more like the movie version. It actually had like vocal samples of him on the you know at the beginning, and then Timon would talk to you and stuff. But on this, it's like <laughs> and I just love it. I actually made a video I put on my Twitter of me showing off these games with the, the uh, soundtrack of this playing the whole time with the cat yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i recommend checking it out if you like things that are cool but yeah i yeah, only had sonic game. 2 before so now i have three games i thought you had four there will be more in the future i only bought well i have four total including sonic 2 yeah I should yeah so you, bought, so you bought three yeah, yeah. i purchased three for a total of i don't remember how much big hurt cost but this was five this was four and I think Big Hurt was pretty cheap, so yeah, I think it paid like around four or five bucks. For it. I did, I did buy, I bought two NES games as well. Oh, I bought this game kind of based on Trey's. I don't know if it, real, it was really a recommendation. You actually kind of said it was really hard, but I wanted to buy it just because I had no idea that this existed as a light gun game. So I bought To the Earth. Oh, you bought that game? I didn't just even to know have another light gun game. I, now I have oh, two it, light gun. Games oh, it's fucking games. hard, man. I mean, I, yes, I, I know that because I, I got that game when I was a kid, and I don't remember that. I one. played it with I played it with the gun like on the screen the whole time because it's like boom, 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 like all this shit like happens all around you, and it's really, really difficult. Outer space action, and you're in command. Yeah, I think I got that. That was like a clearance Toys R Us thing that I got when I was a when I was a kid. I so. paid. Not much for this. Wait, where's the price? Let's say it should have been like three dollars, hopefully, because I think oh, I got it, was, it for ten. It was four. Oh, okay, there you go. That's like half the price that I got at a Toys R Us. So that's a good then deal. I bought I this guess. game just because it's such a novelty. Maybe we get four minutes out of it. School. Pinball Quest. John has, right. John has like, really, like these games are both in really good shape. You can tell they clean them up, and and the labels are a nice shape. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I had this that looks like game. a brand new game. I didn't I didn't buy these, but but uh, we did a trade. Jeremy gave me some of these. What you got there? Oh yeah, I show my. I have a uh, Tetris, the not the Tengen one, the other one. Mm-hmm. I have uh, Doctor Mario. Doctor Mario, play it, love it. 
I, I mean, I've, I, I played it. I know I have it on Game Boy, but I don't have the NES version. And also, the best one of all of them. Well, maybe not Tetris. Lolo. Maybe second, but Adventures of Lolo. It's a great. It's a great yeah. game. I think I've actually beat. I think I actually beat the first one on the on, the, on the Wii on the Wii yeah. uh, Virtual Console. I think I got all the way to the end. Yeah, I beat it before. Those, it's great though. It actually one of the games that I bought recently reminds me a lot of Lolo, which is cool. Trey hooked Jeremy, me up. You... Trey definitely hooked me up. Gave me Metroid. Together, Metroid. Well, well we nice. traded it. We traded doubles, so I gave Jeremy some of the doubles that I had. So Metroid, the original, and there. Legend. Two hits from '86. I'm telling you, '86 was one of the most important years, if not the most important year. Of the game. <laughs> Check had, out our episode. Had, about had nothing it. on 2002. Trey just gave me two games from 20 years 86. old. Adventures of Link. That was. Yeah, Adventures of Link and Metroid. So two classics that I've never actually owned in physical form. I feel it's really good to own them. Well, I had Adventure of Link when I was a kid, but that was more my dad's game because he's the only one who was allowed to play it because when we would try to play it, we did erase his file. <laughs> was it just two that I gave you? I thought I gave you more. I'm trying to remember if you gave me a third one, but I'm not. Oh, I thought, I thought I gave you a third one. Maybe not. I thought that we did three for three. I'm trying to remember which other doubles I. I mean, I have. I know I have doubles of like Double Dragon and all that, and I think you already had those. I thought I gave. I don't you, think so. You offered me Double Dragon two, but I didn't take it. So no. maybe that's what you're thinking. No, I thought I gave you a third one, but it doesn't matter if you don't. You know, it's fine. I do, I just think Double Dragon two would be wasted on me because I don't really care about those games that much. Truth, truth. You played fun. Pinball Quest. Yeah, I've played it on the emulator. You did. And emulator. I yeah. played. It's. I played Nothing John's. too spectacular, but it's the novelty alone's worth the try. Yeah, I think it's it on sure the Wii U virtual yeah. console, isn't it? Pinball Quest. I don't think it ever was. Like the only time I played oh. it was John's. Was was John's copy of it? Yeah, I got that game. I remember my parents got me that for I think it was a birthday or something like that. And my dad always liked pinball, so he just picked that one at random. And I never under I I didn't really understand being I think nine years old at the time what the quest side of the things was trying to do. Like I didn't really, I, I never played, I, I never played RPGs as a kid. I still really play them now. Um, I just thought this was like this weird part of this game. The, the pinball, you could play those pinball sections on their own at three different tables. You play on their own, but then there was this weird part of the game where you were like a knight or something. And you were like a little ball talking to a King. And I didn't quite get it, mm-hmm. but it'd be interesting to hear from people who actually like and play RPGs. Uh, if you've given it an honest go, like how is it as an RPG? Well, I'm noticing on the label, it doesn't even say RPG. Ew. This might have been before that was like a common label, but it says the world's mm. first pinball fantasy. See, fantasy. Fantasy, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this is an RPG, but I don't think anyone was calling it that at the time. Right. And it has some legit cool cover art. Yeah. It does. Skeleton in the pinball. And I'm always happy to get some new NES games like, that aren't just the ones you always think about, you know, like, sure, there's also a lot of shovelware NES games, but there's games like Pinball Quest, which are great games that have just kind of been lost to time. So I'm glad to own something like that. And of course, Metroid, who's heard of that game? Glad to have that one. <laughs> only somebody named Justin Bailey is the only one that knows it. Did you want to talk about the Wii yeah. shop real quick? Yeah, we, we never actually, we didn't get to uh, what we were what we were throwing down in the finality of being able to put money directly on your eShop through 3DS or Wii U. And um, yeah, I, I, I threw some money into mine, but it wasn't, mine wasn't too, I mean, I basically, well, I spent like 20 bucks or something. It, it was, it wasn't a whole lot, but I got, I got like a, you know, um, I got whatever the, the NES Kirby, Kirby's Adventure. I got the 3D mm-hmm. version of that, which looks really cool. Um, I got Kirby's Blowout Blast. I got that game and I got, I got a couple other ones, but I don't remember what they were. 
I think they were. Um, oh no, I, I got the uh, the King DD drum game that was like eight bucks. Oh, and mm. I bought this. Uh, I bought this space the, this like space fighting game that kind of looked like F- that kind of looked like Star Fox for one ninety nine. It was on sale, so I forget what it was called, and I haven't even played it yet. But it looked cool. The video looked cool, and in, in the three Dness, and that's what I got on my three on my three Ds. And I kind of I looked through the sales, and there wasn't a whole lot in there. And I'm like, all right, well, this is maybe this will be like the pre last one before I actually do one where I have to add the money through the switch and then do it. How much more time do we have to add? Oh, you can, so you can still add money through the switch to the three DS one. But. You, you can, yeah. Through next year, but this is like the last week where you can actually put your money directly on there through the Wii U eShop. But the, the 3DS. on the Wii U eShop, can you do that through the switch as well? Yeah. They're, they're all Well, if you have your, yeah, if, if you have your Nintendo uh, profile connected, then it'll oh, be, okay. it'll show up on all of them. If you put if you put money on through the switch and then you open up the eShop and the other ones, that's how you do it. Actually, if you're if you're uh, like the PlayStation, like for PlayStation Three and like Vita and stuff like that, it's actually been like that for a while. Like where you have to do if you want to put money on it, you have to like do it through your computer or like through another system. Like you can't do it directly through the PS3 or the or the Vita anymore. So, but that's kind of the route they're going. Like you can still you can still get stuff from it, but you can't put money on there. You have to do it in another way, and then and then you can download stuff. But what did you get on your Wii U? Yeah, so I didn't get anything through the 3DS. I just did Wii U. Um, I kind of was under the impression this was kind of the last chance, but I wanted to get some stuff that I... that you, Stuff we've all talked about, so none of this is going to be too surprising. Um, so on the... Uh, I got a Game Boy Advance game, which was Pocky and Rocky with Becky. Yeah, I got that game. I figured as much as I talk about <laughs> this shit, I really I got that probably need to drop the money and buy it those games are good i mean well the the, the game boy advance one isn't as good the, the switch one's really good and i had played that one then i went to the game boy one i'm like not as good but still it's game boy advance been out for a while whatever then i also bought a ds game which was super mario 64 ds oh yeah because, i got that too. yeah we were all talking <laughs> about it yeah yeah it's uh i don't know it, it's you know it, it's it's a it's a thing of its time i guess and it has it's you definitely know, a thing of its time but you can man, play it's with, weird like it's yeah it starts with two pipes at the beginning, and then you're Yoshi. Like it's yeah, you very started, strange. You start as Yoshi, and you have to unlock Mario. Yeah. If Yoshi's yeah. there, then who's on the roof? He was on the roof. That's why he didn't get lost. He was sleeping oh. on the roof, mm. and so eventually, Locky Two wakes him up and's like, "Hey, everybody else got lost." And Yoshi was the only one that was not kidnapped or whatever because he was sleeping. Yeah, because you can find because yeah, you you start as Yoshi, and then you unlock Wario, Mario later, but you also unlock Wario and Luigi. So it's like, and it has more stars in it than the original one does. It's a shame, like, I mean, I guess you could say that Nintendo would never re-release it because they would have to admit defeat in doing it, but I would love this game to get re-released with actual analog control because it's a pretty yeah. cool game. Well, as it as it stands, like, on the Wii U, it's fun to play it with the analog. You know, it's a little, you can tell it's not meant to be analog. Like, it doesn't move that way, and you still have to use a button like the touch to screen. Uh, run and stuff, yeah. Well, there's a touchscreen analog, which you can try, which isn't great, but you can do that also. Not going to try it. You can use but, it with your stylus. But part of having my, you know, I do need to mention, part of having my new entertainment center is that I actually can have my Wii U out all the time. Like, my Wii U was already hooked up, but the way my entertainment center was, everything was behind, like, basically inside of, like, a cabinet in the entertainment center, and everything was just kind of crammed in there where it would all fit. But now I can actually have each of my systems in their own little cube, and I have my Wii U there with the, the actual Wii, Wii U remote always displayed. And it's really nice because I can just walk up and grab it and play DS games, which I did play this for a little while. and Not a long time, but and enough now- to know it's, it's its own weird-ass thing that I'm kind of glad to own. And now you can play bad-looking games in 4K! 4K! <laughs> it looks awesome. That's what I was doing with it when I bought a 
Metroid Prime Hunters on Wii U. So oh, could, it looks so, so good. So I could play shitty-looking so games on 4K. Bad, it's so good. I, I love playing old, bad-looking games on 4K. It's it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> put a, put a it shit, really is. Put a shitty, quote-unquote, shitty-looking thing on a giant TV. I love it. Been doing it But Trey, I thought you would be like happy 12. with this last one I bought. It was a Wii game, and I don't think it I could get it for this cheap, so I had to buy it there. But I also just wanted to have it, because like now that I've got the big TV... I'm trying to lean back more into like some multiplayer games and stuff. So I got Rhythm Heaven, uh, whatever the F means. I don't remember what that is. Rhythm Heaven Fever? Fever, yeah. That game's great. It's a really good yeah. game. Uh, no, I remember playing that with you and really loving it. And yeah. it's it's like the first two Rhythm Heaven games, right? No, it's its own game. It's it's, it's, its, its, own, its, its own, own sequel. Like it 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 might have something that's similar to the other ones, but no, it, it's it's the third in the in the games. It's not. Okay. It's not a rehash of the of the Game Boy Advance ones or the Game Boy Colors or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm misremembering it. I thought it was like a legacy version that had extra content added or whatever. But need, needless to say, I like the Rhythm Heaven games, and it's good to own one on the on the Wii that I can play on the TV on big screen. But have to hook up the sensor bar probably. But no, there's no sensor bar involved in it. Well, I still need the sensor bar to choose games. Oh, I know. I guess I well, don't because if you if you hook your that. if you hook your classic controller in there. You can move yeah. the the pointer around with the analog stick. No, that's true. So you don't need it. But yeah, that's the three games I bought on the Wii U eShop. Or you can. Play so I spent about thirty. It was thirty something for those three. You could put your Wii remote into a Guitar Hero guitar, and I think there's like a little stick for that too, where you can move it around. It works with my Pro controller, but not in Wii mode. But that doesn't matter because I got it through Wii U, so it'll just boot through the Wii U eShop. The Wii U interface, I don't have to go to the Wii interface. Yeah, yeah. You know, because if you go to the Wii interface, then you do need the motion controls. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's all you got, Jeremy. Uh, let's see. Last week, so I actually got a new job. Uh, I picked up a job what? at Home Depot. Oh, shit. I didn't uh, even know that. Yeah. Uh, breaking news to you guys. I, yeah, guess, I got a job yeah. at Home Depot uh, in the paint department. I'm, working, I'm mixing paint and everything. Uh, and I just mentioned it on the show because I had a funny incident where a guy... Uh, came in to get some paint and you know, i noticed he had a mario shirt and i said oh you know nice shirt and we got to talk about video games and everything and he got to talking about how well he, he likes games so much that he modded his nes so that he never has to uh blow on the cartridge again and he modded the the pin connectors is what he said and i called it out i said you got the 8-bit 8-bit win uh blinking light win Blinking light win. Blinking yeah. light win. That's why I say, yeah, the blinking light win. And he said, yeah, yeah, I got that. And he kind of lit up at that. And it's like, oh, that's the guy who gets it. And so we were talking about we, we NES had, games and all that stuff. And it was kind of a nice, nice experience. Random person who, who you know, who uh, got a blinking light win. And I happened to know what that was. It's so a, it was pretty cool. It was a game changer. Well, I mean, Jeremy got it first, but it's great. Yeah, everything works. I mean, it grips it very hard, but it works. But even if you were to just change out that connector with a new one, it's going to be the same way. So having it as the blinking light one that functionally is perfect is fine with me. It loosens up over time, too. It's not as hard as it used to be. But another funny thing that happened was I was going through my uh, my old comics, and I only have a stack of maybe like 30 comics, and just kind of having to look and reminiscing and all that stuff. And getting to thinking about the value and like go on to take it to the comic book store and all that. But I'm looking at these comics. I found a copy of Cloak and Dagger number four from 1983. And on the back is a Nintendo ad, a vintage Nintendo ad for Popeye. It was Popeye for the Atari. It's actually so vintage that Nintendo is not featured anywhere prominently on the ad. It's a you know, officially a Parker Brothers 
game they they were the, the distributor um but nintendo just say copyright nintendo way down in the fine print but i thought this was pretty cool i'm trying to think like do I, how do i want to like display this or whatever it's interesting to like have a comic book but i, I want to flip it around to the back to show the back of the comic book not the front well just put it just put it on your wall backwards you know with the tack and there right. you go that's how you display it you do that but it's just kind of funny because i think most people will look at that and say like oh what what book is that and like i don't, I don't care about cloak and dagger mm-hmm. i want to see this cool ad on the back can i read the thing it says yeah read it except for i can't read this one part okay you get some fighting with big bad bullies like from punching out beer bottles from blasting vultures and from running around trying to make points with shapely dames like Miguel olive naturally it doesn't boil down to a can of spinach once in a whilst and that's exactly why Yes does and me new Popeye home video game from Parker's Brothers. Running through three screens at a bliskering pace, just like the arcade. So yous can forget all them new fandangled bodybuilding schemes. Playing me new video game at home can give you fabulous forearms like me own in no time at all. That's there Popeye. And, this, and, and, and then also it says there's a picture of it and it says screen three is the most dangerous or danger bus oh, of them all of them all yes it's like i it, think it's trying to imply that using a joystick builds your forearms which it kind of does depending on how you use it <laughs> well i mean your pop air if you're on, I, well, I thought it was a nintendo i thought it was an nes thing they didn't have a joystick well, well nintendo had, published it or they were part of the publishing but it was on the 2600 oh yeah it says yeah. at the bottom it's not actually it's not Atari actually 400 an, 800 yeah. 5200 2600 a television yeah. Vic 20. So it's actually not a Nintendo commercial at all. This is a Popeye commercial. But it says right, but it's got Nintendo at the bottom. You know, Nintendo. It says Nintendo of America at the Nintendo very bottom. And the yeah, Nintendo the, made the game and on the arcade game. It it says Nintendo, oh, okay, but yeah, Parker yeah, Brothers yeah, is. is the yeah. home distributor. But it's not on the NES. It's on the Atari. It's on the Atari. Yep. Which it looks okay for an Atari game, I guess. I always think that Atari games just look like shit constantly. I had this game. Looks okay. You had it, it on fine. Atari. Yeah, it was fine. Whatever you do, don't get the Switch one, even though it's on sale for really cheap. Don't <laughs> if you get, say anything bad about it, they'll it. sue you. Don't get it. It's bad. They can sue me all they want. Don't say anything bad about it. All right, well, let's take a break, and then we'll come back and talk about other stuff. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. 
It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Domain. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Ah! Ah! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! I mentioned it last week, but uh, I finished. I finally finished uh, Eight Doors: Aram's Afterlife Adventure, and I and I reviewed it. I ended up giving it a seven out of ten. Uh, Aram's Afterlife Adventure was that game that I mentioned. It's a Metroidvania. It's very much reminiscent of uh, Hollow Knight. Like it kind of feels a lot like that game, which we talked about it before. But like how you you know you, you go into an area and you have to kind of find where you buy the map, and then you buy the map, and then you can see all the stuff and all that. My my main problem with this game and what kind of like I felt like this was one of the hardest games that I got through. Like actually, if I wasn't reviewing this game, I would have given up on it a long time ago. But I just felt like you know I feel the need. I feel like I have to beat all the games that I would review because if you didn't, that's a disservice to to whatever you're reviewing. So um so yeah, I was it the farther you get into the game, like the more the 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 save points get spread apart from each other. So like you have these like longer areas where you have to go where you don't save, and that's where it gets really annoying. So it reminded me a lot of like Metroid Dread in the way where you have to play the same boss over and over and over again and under and like, you know, figure out the patterns and all that. But what sucks is like the save points aren't right before the bosses. So like you have to go back to wherever you were and get through a bunch of shit and then get to the boss also and get through all the shit and not get hurt and then do the boss and then you die and then you have to go through all the shit again and then do the boss. So that's really annoying. That's what really killed me about it. Not to mention like the final weapon that you get is not great and the animation of it of it is not great but i made it through and the very in the finale like the final boss you basically have to fight four bosses in a row with no checkpoints and that sucks so i was really i was very close to like i mean i'm not going to do it but i was like i felt i was thinking about how much better i would feel if i took my switch out of the dock and just broke it over my knee and went to sleep like i was really uh, mm-hmm. I, I was that point in the uh, in the difficulty of the game whereas you know where you're so like frustrated with yourself that you're like I actually like punched the side of my couch and kind of hurt my hand like pretty badly at one point because I was so close and I'm like ah and I hit it and I was like oh fuck that hurt I shouldn't have done that <laughs> so but I'm not I'm not trying to break controllers or anything that was a that was a teen that was teenager me I don't do that anymore but but there was a lot of it where I was like ah I wanted to say I didn't say it into the view but I wanted to say something about like the amount of cussing you will do to get you through this game may send you to Korean hell or something like that because <laughs> you're going to you're going to be saying all sorts of shit like to get through this fucking thing cuz it's so yeah it's difficult but I feel like it's an unfair difficulty like I, I don't mind like playing the same boss over and over and over again but it bothers me when 
when they like space out the checkpoints so much where it's like you got to go through all these environmental hazards before you can get to the boss but you have to do this multiple times and it's just annoying so yeah. and, and and when i did finally get through the boss i was like oh yeah i finally made it i did i figured it out it didn't seem that bad when i finally figured all of it out and then i was like well i could go back and get all because there's all these other bonus bosses and there's like a true ending which i didn't get and i'm like i'm like i could go back and do that and i'm like but no not doing that. So that was the one that I finished. Gave it a 7 out of 10. I don't know if I would necessarily recommend it for... I think I said something in the review about something along the lines of of uh, all the torture that you have to put yourself to truly really reach enlightenment or something like that. Maybe it's not actually worth it. But uh, yeah, there's that one. But the game that I actually loved that I just got a review code for a couple days ago, and this is one that I actually was kind of down on when I first heard about it on this podcast, is a little game called Deadcraft. Deadcraft is made by uh, Marvelous, the same people who did. Uh, uh, was it Damon? X, was it Damon X Machina? Damon X Machina. Or, yeah, but they also they also did um, the sequel to No More Heroes. No More Heroes Three was the same company as well. But this game is fucking. This game is fun. Like I'm really enjoying this game. This is a game that you might enjoy, Jeremy, because it's a farming game. It's like I mean I haven't started. I'm kind of putting the review in my head. I haven't put it all together yet, but I'm going to mention that it's this game kind of feels like a little bit of Stardew Valley, a little bit of Toxic Avenger, a little bit of Mad Max, a little bit of Venom, like Spider-Man Venom, like little superhero stuff in there. It's cool. Like there's a lot of it goes a lot of places. Like you have, you know, it's a survival type game. Uh you have a farm that you where you can grow stuff. You know, you, you grow stuff to eat on your own. You don't sell it or anything like that. But you, you eat it to like you know give yourself more energy and all that. But there's all this really cool mechanic in it where you're actually you're a half zombie. This is a post apocalyptic world. What happened was a uh, meteors fell from the sky, pretty much destroyed most of the earth, but the meteors were carrying viruses that made that turned people into zombies. So like there's zombies everywhere and you find out that your your main character is a half zombie. Like you're basically like Blade. Like you can even put that in there. You're like you're you know like you're the daywalker of zombies mm-hmm. or whatever. And what's really cool is you kind of have this zombie meter that you can that you can balance. So like whenever you do your zombie moves, you lose some of your zombiness. So when you become completely human, you have less health like your health bar shrinks when you're human and when you become a zombie your health gets longer and when you're human your defense gets higher so there's kind of like this uh this whole uh balance with it but you can get parts from the zombies that you kill and you can eat that which will make you more zombie and you can eat regular food which will make you less zombie and all that but you do like zombie you do like venom type stuff because like you have a zombie arm and you can kind of like turn it into a symbiote and just like like a symbiote arm where you like wipe out the whole like screen Mm -hmm. of people like with your zombie moves and stuff like that and you can grow zombies in your farm as well you can take you can take dead bodies and plant them in the farm in 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 the in the um in the ground and you can grow up these zombies that will follow you around and fight for you which is really cool they're called like frankies but yeah it's just uh it's one of those things like uh i you know when they then when they present me with the shit to review and all that i was like you know what i'm thinking i'm gonna go for dreadcraft because and i thought about it for a second and i ended up asking for it but then i played the demo which the demo lets you play like the first three hours of the game, give or take. And I was like, I, f- I thought that it was going to carry into the game, but it actually doesn't. You do actually have to start over again, which is annoying. But I don't know. Once you get like in an hour into it, you- you're back in the flow. You know, it didn't it didn't take that long. And I'm like, all right, I like this game. But this game, like like what I was saying, all the different parts of it, they all speak to me. It's like, this is kind of long. It's, it's like along the lines of a uh, zombie army again, where I was like, this game is made for me. And like the dialogue in the game and the way the characters look, it totally looks like a fucking trauma movie. And and it's like, you know, they're just like, fuck you and like eat shit and all that. <laughs> it's just like the dialogue is hilarious and it's super over the top and they don't care. Like they're all, in the, they're all in on the joke here. 
and that's and they you know they they're just running with it. And then the yeah the delivery is pretty hilarious, and it's very much a B movie game. But it just uh, it just pulls all these different things that I think are cool. It's like you know it's like the Rune Factory that I always wanted, where I can I can tend my farm, but I can also go kill zombies. And there's also like a story on top of it and all that. So I recommend everybody check out the demo for sure because I was having a fucking blast with the demo. You're supposed to like it's like a two hour demo, but I played it for like three and a half hours because because if you don't do the main missions, it won't end. So you can kind of do it forever. And you get a you get skill points as they're called, so you can basically get like experience, quote unquote, for like everything. So like whenever you, because uh, there's like rats in the game that you can kill and you can cook them and eat them. Uh, whenever you cook your rats, you get you get uh, experience points, skill points. You also get skill points for killing the rats. You get skill points for fighting the um, barkers, I think is what they're called. They're like the they're like the evil people, whatever, like the evil Mad Maxy looking people. You also get points for killing the zombies. And and there's a, there's a character in there called Zombie Gramps. That's what I was thinking about earlier when John was talking about Party Grandpa. But no, it's it's cool. I just didn't. Uh, it, it's one of those things where I'm glad that I actually checked it out, just because I thought about going on a limb for a second, you know, and be like, well, you know what? Let's let's try this marvelous game. When I saw the top down, like the way it looked, I was like, well, I don't think that's for me. But then I played it, and I was like, you know what? This is fun. So that's been. I mean, that's been my main thing. Like what I what I've been wanting to hit on that is a uh, is Deadcraft and. It's cool. Yeah, it's, it's got it's got just all these different parts of, of things that I really enjoy. Are you reviewing it for uh, Nintendo World Report? Yes, that is correct. Okay, that was my one. Uh, I made the mistake of telling them that I uh, that I'm always interested in reviewing games, so they just keep sending me shit, which is fine. I, I like it. It, it. it helps me like kind of kind of like you know make my game playing mean more to myself or something. I guess. But Deadcraft is a great game. Like, and it came out on my birthday. Came out on the on the nineteenth. I mean, which is right now, so we don't have to worry about embargoes and all that stuff. But no, I, I've I've been I've been really enjoying it. It's uh yeah, zombie farming. Oh yeah, and uh, I have to mention there was this ridiculous mission that I played on the demo that's called a global pandemic. Uh, you basically meet this guy late at night who's in the back of the town. There's like a town area that you go to, where you can get different missions from different people and you know complete different things to, to advance. And there's this guy who, uh, he basically tells me, he's like, hey, 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 man, like, uh, he's like, I know shit. Like, I know everything. Like, whatever they're telling you is lies. Like, I, I really, I know, like, the real scoop. I know, like, the deep state or whatever. He doesn't say that, but that's what he means. And he's like, what I need you to do is I need you to bring me a gun, and then I will tell you about the true story of all of this. So this is like, when you use your skill points, you can basically teach yourself to, like, make different weapons or ammo or guns or build, like, sheds or... You can build like a water purifier because there's like this sludge that you find because you have to drink. You have like a water meter and a, and a stomach meter and all that. We have to eat and drink, you know, and the sludge, if you eat it, it'll actually hurt your health as well. But you can make like a water purifier and stuff like that and all these different things. So you basically use the skill meter to unlock the ability to make a gun. And then you make a gun and you bring it to him. And he tells you that the zombies are not the actual virus. The real virus is humans and they, and they need to be completely wiped out. And that is how you save the world. So so it basically gives you the option to basically tell him that he's correct and go and kill everybody in the town or kill him because he's dangerous. So I chose to kill him. And this kind of has like somewhat of a Grand Theft Auto thing to it where you kill people in the town, you have a wanted level and all that. So even guy, even though this guy was saying all this ridiculous shit about like humans being the virus and all that, I thought the right move was to kill him. And I killed him. And then everybody in the town was running after me. And if I would have chose to... To, to side with him and kill everybody in the town, they still would have attacked me. So either way, yeah. I got fucking attacked by the town. So it was kind of like, 
I don't know. It, it's cool. I, I was I was really I it, it was unexpected that 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 was like one of the last side missions I did before I got to the end of the demo. But I was like, that's really cool. They kind of threw me for a loop there. I didn't really know what to do. And I thought, well, the right thing is to put him down. But so, but they see me killing him, so then the whole town comes after me. So you gotta you gotta kind of leave and you gotta go back to your home, which is outside of the town, and kind of lay low until you're wanted until you're wanted to. Uh, you know, your the amount of wanteds that you have goes down, and then you can come back and all that. It's cool. They they've combined a lot of stuff in there, and I'm just like, I was like, there's some really neat ideas in here. I don't know. I'm uh, I haven't seen. I mean, I don't read any other reviews before I do my own, but I'll be interested to see what other people think of it because I I think it's rad. Like it's kind of it speaks to me. It feels like a you know trauma farming zombie post apocalyptic Mad Max game. It's uh yeah, it's worth it. I mean, check out the demo. You get like a you get three hours of it. I was really disappointed that it didn't cover, didn't carry over, but eventually I was just like, well, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to start over again. And it didn't take me that long to get back to where I was. I was actually got there quicker than I did the first time around, because you know how to do shit, you know. It's, it's an interesting take on that whole crafting, farming type thing. And I like that you can actually, like, make zombie shit in there as well. And you can make, like, zombie potions that will make you more zombie and all that. And you can get to the point where you're too zombie- like, as far as, like, you can make yourself a full zombie, and everybody in the town will kill you also because they think you're a zombie. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of, like, balance it out in that way. And you won't be able to talk to anybody. You won't be able to move regularly because you'll be, like, stumbling around and all that stuff. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to play the rest of it. Like, that's definitely the one that's on my radar. I was like, I want to play this whenever I have time to. So I've been doing that. I also got uh, Dungeons of Dreadrock, which I thought looked really cool because it kind of looked like Zelda, but it moves differently. And uh, Dungeons of Dreadrock, it was on sale for $5. It's real cheap. But uh, it it, it kind of reminds me a lot of a uh, Lolo, as I was saying earlier. Is basically it's um there's a hundred different little puzzle areas, and you're kind of in this tower, and basically it's like these two siblings. You're sitting outside of this uh, outside of this tower, and um it's like uh your your brother they call your they call your brother and they're like hey uh they're like hey uh your brother needs to go uh you're you're getting summoned like how Link does every time. They're like you know the boy the boy every year needs to go and slay the whatever evil thing and go into the dungeon and all that stuff. And and your brother your brother gets sent in the dungeon and then he never comes out. So and apparently this has happened for years. Like they've been sending boys in there like they do in Zelda, but they never live. Like they always die in the dungeon. So you as the sister you go in there and try to find your try to find your brother. That's basically what happens. And it's just a series of like one screen puzzles that you go from like one to another another and there's a hundred floors and once you get to the end, that's the end. And I thought it was so probably pretty... like a card game too. I thought I saw something from maybe, maybe no, there, there's no, there's the no, there's no cards. There's no cards. Okay. It's, it's just a dungeon crawler. Got it. A dungeon. Well, dungeon crawler. I mean, you're in a dungeon, but it's what I thought it was a combination of like Crypt of the Necrodancer, just because of the way you move. Cause you move like tile to tile, like how you would in that game, but there's not mm-hmm. rhythm. And it's, and it's like, and it feels like Lolo wearing you're like, you know, one screen, one screen, one screen. Sure. But it looks really good. And uh, when there's a, when there's music in there, it sounds really good. It's just the, the one thing that really bothered me about it. And I was, and I was, just, I was found it interesting that nobody really mentioned it in the reviews of it, but you can't use your pro controller. I don't understand how there's games that still exist like that. Like what the fuck? Like when you, like I, I was like, all right. Cause I had just, um, I don't, I don't know. I just got through, Oh, I just got through the demo of uh, Deadcraft, and I didn't have the other version yet. And I just wanted to play something else for a little bit before I went to bed. So I was like, "All right, let's let's put Dread Dreadrock on." And I put it on, and all of a sudden I can't hit start. I can't hit ba- I can't hit A. I can't play it. 
And I'm like, you have to use the Joy-Con? Yeah, you have to use the Joy-Con because it doesn't have Pro Controller support. Mm. I don't understand how games in this day and age are still doing that. Like, the last time that happened to me was the fucking Yono game, which was not great. But it was, I was like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> it's like, what? So basically, what I did is I took my um, my giant Joy Cons that I have, my Nixie bin box, whatever, and I just put those on the little Joy Con holder and I played with that. But it was still like, I just don't understand, like, why you would not support Pro Controllers. Like, who, who's the fuck is doing that? <laughs> like, this game, I really enjoy the game. I think it looks great. I just, like, I don't fucking understand why you can't do that. So that was my big, that was my big, uh, what the fuck moment on that. Oh, also, uh, I got my birthday present today from Nintendo, quote unquote. Uh, Happy this, birthday! This is, uh, I never mentioned that, I guess, that it was my birthday while recording this. But, um, every, you know, every year, for the longest time, Nintendo has just given you just little and little and little of shitty stuff every year. Um, this is the first time, though, that I have not been offered discounts on Wii U and 3DS games. So, so that's new. Because they, cause they would, they would uh, offer you discounts on old generation games every year. Now it's almost as pointless as that. Uh, now you get 15% off of the Nintendo merchandise online store. Not, not the eShop, not the eShop. The, you can order shit from their fucking Nintendo store at 15% off. That's what you get. If charge keys and things like that. Yeah, yeah I was so disappointed because I was like, oh, 15% off the eShop. And they're like, oh, no, wait, no. The Nintendo online merchandise store. I'm like, okay. So I can maybe buy a shirt with, for like two, Times two bucks tight. off or something like that. This merchandise. Yeah, it's just, uh, I was excited to see what the new thing was because I heard that they changed it away from trying to sell you old Wii U and 3DS stuff that I already own. But it's still like just as pointless, it seems like, <laughs> than it was before. It's like, I, may, I was like, maybe I can order a shirt or something like from there. I don't fucking know. But it's only, you know, it's only going to be like $3 off maybe, you know, like. Come on, what the fuck, guys? But yeah, that's uh, that was my <laughs> N- Nintendo disappointment for the week there. But yeah, that's that's me. Uh, let's do uh, let's run through no- uh, run through news really quick. Some news, sure. News, 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 news. Don't snooze or you miss the news. There's a bunch of deals here on Bandai Namco games, especially an- anime. Th- they're called the Anime Sale. Anime, as in the month of May. Uh, so like the Dragon Ball Z games and Naruto games up to eighty five percent off. Uh, Tales of Vesperia. We thought might be of interest to you guys. I put that in the notes. I own it. That's oh, you got it. <laughs> I, bought, I bought it. I actually it, have it too. I bought it when it came you out. Do. You have Tales? Right. Not on Switch, but I have it on the PC. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, I bought it when it came out. Ten bucks down from fifty. Uh, I think the really cool thing is uh, Subnautica is the cheapest that it's ever been, from from what I understand. It's both of them selling for fifteen dollars, even though you can't buy both of them together at a cheap price because they have that dual pack where you can get them both, mm-hmm. like even digitally. But that but the sale only counts for them individually, so that's weird. But Subnautica is a great game. I, that's still one of those things that I really want to play to the end of because I never did because it kind of got lost. But it was a really cool game. Got the soundtrack for it too. I guess uh, Marvel, Marvel Midnight Suns might come out soon-ish. Yeah, supposedly. so there's a rumor because it's been raided in South Korea. So that is indicating that the release is imminent. Yeah, I'm still on the fence on that one. I mean, they, they're not really... There's maybe two Midnight Suns, and they're not even full Midnight Suns. They're, they're like mm. half Suns or something. So we'll see. We'll see what actually comes out of that. And, you know, it's a whatever strategy not super into it uh alan wake remastered got announced you like those games right i played the one original of, one alan of you wake does. on xbox 360 many years ago because alan wake is the same people like the max Payne people right like same company is that remedy well i mean the same well it's the same company that also did um control which i played that mm-hmm. on uh 
cloud yeah i remember these games were a big xbox exclusive back in the day there was so, another game that came out noteworthy somewhat around the same time as alan wake it was a heavy rain yeah you remember that game? Came out of, yep. i mean that was that was play- they're kind of similar a, in dream. concept that was a playstation yeah. portable does so does alan wake run really weirdly like mm-hmm. where it's really hard to move your characters even though you're pressing light? even though you're pressing all of the buttons because because <laughs> like because uh, that's all i remember if I, I mean i beat i beat heavy rain all the way through and i got the glitch at the beginning where you don't get the trophy there, there was a glitch yeah. on there for a while where you can't get the opening trophy but it, i just found it like just really hard to move anybody it's like this is what next generation gaming is just, you gotta press like 20 buttons and your character still doesn't walk right cool also there's a guy that yells jason a lot in it because so that comes out uh, uh fall 2022 alan wake yeah i probably will never play it <laughs> but there but there it is for people who enjoy those games but what i will play which i think is actually out now and right now and got announced didn't it get like announced and got a date and all that in between episodes but kirby 64 the crystal shards is out now and the nintendo 64 expansion packers as one of the as the as this twitter account that i follow the ex, the expensive pack is what they call it <laughs> But yeah, what I thought was funny about this was the trailer. It opens with a T for teen for blood and violence, and then it shows Kirby. That totally threw me because I, I forgot that it's rating the whole app. It's just funny to see the T for teen blood and violence in front of a Kirby app. A I'm just Kirby telling game. you, Kirby, he he burns motherfuckers in that game. Like he, he don't <laughs> give a shit. He's burning everybody. He's like, you know what, you fuck you. Also, you, you can burn them, and then their ID card falls out, and you find out where they live, and then you go to their family, and you like. And you burn, burn them, them too. too. Yeah. <laughs> also, you can create the lightsaber from Episode One in that, with but different colors. You can actually. You can bring. You can build the, the double sided Darth Maul lightsaber. That was like one of my favorite things in that game. And also that you there's uh, you can combine abilities which you can never do again. Which we did a whole episode about that. Listen to it on Patreon. There were a couple of crowdfunding campaigns announced. One is for Anton Blast, which is I guess a sort of sequel to Anton Ball, which is another thing that's already on Switch. But the cool thing about this one is it's inspired by Wario Land. You don't see that a whole lot. A Wario Land inspired game. Except for that one that was on the uh, Nindy World Showcase Japanese version, which we talked about last week also. I really do want to play that game, like Super Noodle World or whatever it's called. Mm. I want to try to play play it in in Japanese and see if I can figure it out because it looks really cool. This next one I thought Jeremy... might be interested in it's called spirit tea and kotaku the headline of the article is it's stardew valley plus spirited away who are we kidding you already clicked so it seems like a pretty uh, pretty enticing game from the combination of stardew valley and spirited away i like tea i don't know i mean it looks it looks earthboundy also some of it does i'm looking at this video yeah so it's like it's an author who went to this village to write his book and so yeah that's kind of a a bit of a shining vibe Mm-mm. looks like a nice like warm bath or something that kind of yeah that kind of game no games no tea Relaxing. make tray something something hmm. <laughs> i mean i'll throw it on my list of potential time sinks of, that of things i that, should avoid things that you hopefully remember this looks cute you can even cut bacon with scissors apparently at one point, so and the, and these that's are something like, I've actually done in real life. And these are like, a, <laughs> I, I, I did it too at a Japanese barbecue. Yeah, and these are uh, crowdfunded stuff that's getting funding, so who knows when they'll actually come out. Did you catch the newest uh, trailer for Mario Strikers Battle League? I, I didn't, but I know that people have been talking about it. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. I watched it all in Japanese because the, 
there was a little bit of a delay between the uh, Japanese one that came out last week and then the English one came out this week. Yeah. But I'm so hyped for this game. I, I love soccer games, as I kind of alluded to earlier. I, w- I was afraid that since uh, that since <laughs> since I got you the Wii Sports, then you'd be like, "I got my soccer fill. I don't need I don't need Mario Strikers anymore." Oh no! I've been longing for a Mario Strikers since what two thousand eight? When was the last one came out? Since whenever the whenever the Wii one was. I wasn't living here, yeah. so it was at least yeah, it was two thousand. I moved I moved here in two thousand nine, so yeah, two thousand eight could have been it. Yeah, I watched every minute of this, and everybody else should too. Apparently, there's a whole thing about people being angry about a. Daisy not being in the game. Have you seen that? There's like there's <laughs> oh, like she's not in the game. Well, she has, she has not been shown yet, and there's a whole like a uh, Daisy fan backlash, being like, "Where the fuck is Daisy?" Because nobody has seen Daisy yet, and they're like, "What's what has happened to her? What have you done to her? Let her out." She did not deserve any of those things that you're doing to her. No, people are mad about that. The Daisy is not present in the game yet. Hopefully, she will be. Fall Guys is going free to play as we yeah. all. We also uh, we also talked about that as well yeah, at, at the we top at the that. top of the show. Yeah, so but there is a release too. Yeah, yep. yeah. Fall Guys. We talked. Uh, Fall Guys got announced. We we talked about it at the beginning of the episode. But yeah, uh, this is something we've talked about many times in our bingo cards and stuff like that. Uh, I remember Jeremy always bringing it up. Where I'll always be like, "Oh, I forgot about that. That was a good pull." You know, it's weird. It, you know, it didn't show up in the indie direct, but here it is. So Fall Guys on the twenty first day of summer. Yeah, <laughs> is that is that the official date? Uh, it's just cool that it's going to be free to play, so you don't have yeah. to buy it again, Jeremy. You, you bought it so many I'm, other times, and yeah, bought it twice. So I'm guessing that was a decision that was made after they announced that it was coming to Switch, and that's the reason why it was it disappeared for so long. But it's the right decision for sure, and it's going to open the game up to a whole lot more people. I do wonder, like, yeah, they're just going to make it to where you can buy wins. Maybe I don't know what how that's going to work because. You buy gear with your crap, like with your points that you earn. Oh, okay. But you can only get points if you finish in the top certain percentage. And then if you get first place, you get a crown. And there's certain things you could only buy with crowns as your like currency. So they'll probably make it so you can buy crowns. That's what I imagine they'll do. I, I was under the impression that maybe it's like a limited thing. Like maybe it's a time thing. Because it said like season, whatever, this season one of this one is free. So I thought maybe they're just maybe giving you it free for a minute. But then you have to pay for it if you want to continue playing it after whenever the season's over. That's kind of what I gathered from seeing the from seeing the video. So maybe they'll, you know, maybe they'll just do like, here's a, you know, kind of like the global test fire thing, like that sort of thing, yeah. but bigger, you know, where it's like, oh, here's, you know, try it out. And then like, maybe at a I don't certain know, the point, fact that they're good free it. to play across all platforms leads me to believe it's not that i think it's going to be the, the the way going forward for fall guys sure i mean it just it, it said it said a thing about they probably had to revamp the entire like structure of it to make it work so they're not going to make that a let's do this to get people to try it out there it's it's fall guys now i'm pretty sure who knows who bought them out or why are their fundings no i know it, it's and i'm just saying from the video it said something about a season being free that's that's the only oh, way yeah. that's, that's the only reason the game, a season is free for you that, that's what I'm saying. That that's why I thought that maybe it would be you would be charged later for for another thing. Anybody catch this new Netflix Resident Evil ser- series trailer? No, I'll give you one guess. Uh, Jeremy already got it. He said no. Yeah, <laughs> you want you want to watch it? Looks like every other zombie thing. So I don't know. I'll, I'll check it out when it comes out, just to kind of, kind of curiosity's sake. I had not even. Uh, I didn't even know about it. <laughs> this is one of those things there. that I would love to hear here in a few weeks. Like this show is great, you should watch it, and then I will. But if I don't hear anything else about it, I just will never watch it. Probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I hear it's really, really horrible, and you should never watch it. I might watch it then too. But a date was revealed, and that's uh, July fourteenth. Yep, July fourteenth. 
Ugly Sonic is going to make an appearance in the new Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. Kind of, kind of a spoiler thing. Well, I think that's out now, right? Because it comes out this Friday. It's so out technically, now, today, that's right yeah. now. It's out today, actually. I don't, I don't uh, know. I mean, uh, I guess it's got kind of mediocre to okay reviews. So, I mean, it's like how I heard some good reviews. Like how, I heard one that said it was like, like how a bored cheap are you? Knock off of Roger Abbott, but I heard another review that said it's really good, and I'm going to watch it. They've already got me. I mean, the reviews so. kind of look like. Uh, kind of the level of my eight doors review like seven a lot of seven out of tens out there that's what i saw i'll which take I, it which is i, mean, I guess it might be fun for okay. an afternoon to watch a chippendale movie i, don't I think i think uh album of the chipmunks movies like made me like very reticent to want to check this out even though it's different chipmunks but still <laughs> yeah um, i think i saw a bit of those movies on youtube and well they're putting uh, on disney yeah. plus right it's not you don't have to go disney to the plus, theater and watch yeah. it. it's disney so, plus yeah. Yeah. we'll probably watch right. it then i mean yeah, it's something to watch on the new television. Way, uh, I mean, do you have Disney Plus? Yes. Oh, okay, I didn't know you did. Uh, I'm I'm way late on the response on this. So at the end of the Fall Guys trailer, it says season one free for all available June 21st. That's that's why I thought that maybe season two would not be free. That's the only reason. I'm not mm. I'm not trying to say that I know anything or anything like that. I just I just thought that maybe. It wouldn't all be free. That's that's all I was thinking. Continue on. Don't need to, don't need to say any more about that. There was a Nintendo toy from the 1960s that appeared on Pawn Stars, and it's pretty cool to see. I'd never heard about this toy before, but it's the Nintendo My Car Race, essentially like one of those old um, uh, slot car tracks, except for I guess it's, it's more like do you, do you ever see that toy where it's like the penguins climbing the mountain and then they slide down the mountain? Yes, I have that toy. You have that toy? Okay, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, it's something it's like cars. it. I was hoping yeah. I was hoping that you were going to say that the Pawn Star toy was front butt Mario. Because it's like those little, front it's like they're stairs, but it's like it pushes it up and then it goes up another stair, then it goes up another uh-huh. stair, and then it slides yep. down. I was hoping it was the stuffed animal that Jeremy has, the front butt Mario, front is what they were Mario. talking about. I think you've seen it. It's like, it, it's he has it somewhere over there. Yeah, no, there it is. Front yeah. butt Mario for Smash. I mean, front butt Mario has a butt in his crotch. It's it's weird, <laughs> and that was uh, that was copyrighted Jeremy term there. Uh, front butt Mario. <laughs> yeah, he does. yeah, he's got he's got butts on both sides. He's got ass in front and in back. Yeah, <laughs> it's a super. He's the super butt. But yeah, I, I'd recommend checking out that uh, Pawn Stars video. I've, I've been watching Pawn Stars on YouTube. And they have more video game stuff on there, and I think it's kind of cool. Um, but ne- to see an old toy from Nintendo in action. That's uh, yeah, never seen special. the show. Um, yeah, we got more news on the uh, Nintendo troubles. So, uh, so la- employment troubles. So last time we talked about this, I wasn't really that familiar with it, and I've listened mm-hmm. to a lot more stuff about it. And it's kind of, you know, it's basically um, their their contract work workers are the ones who are getting shit on, right? Like the ones who aren't right. actually in the company, second class citizens. And it kind of reminds me of. Uh, so you feel like you. Yeah. I mean, I've you know, contract working is basically the way that the world fucks you over. That's why. Uh, Uber drivers are not regular drivers; they're contract workers because they don't have to have any sort of benefits or whatever. Like same thing with like freelancing and all that. It kind of reminded me in my yeah. own way of working on movies and stuff like that. How uh, you know how much you can get shit on as being a contract worker or just being somebody who's just here for this one thing and nobody cares about right. that. So and uh, and 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 a lot and a hundred percent the people who were there were there when when uh, Reggie was there. I've seen that as well. Like a lot of people saying that and being like, oh, no, no, Reggie was there. It was under his watch. I know he's trying to get out of it and say that he isn't, but you know, I don't know. So the latest is that uh, uh, Nintendo has not publicly said anything yet. This despite this being 
out in the, the public for at least a week or so. Uh, but they have acknowledged internally uh, that this is uh, the, the reports of this happening. So this is this says uh, from Kotaku. Internally, Axios reveals that current president of Nintendo of America, Doug Bowser, addressed the allegations in a message to employees about, quote unquote, stories appearing in some media today about alleged working conditions at Nintendo. He goes on to say, like many of you, the executive leadership team and I find many of these points troubling, and we are closely reviewing the content. Um, that's what he said. That was his statement on that. And Axios continues to say that uh, the Nintendo executive added that the company has a zero tolerance for uh, inappropriate conduct, including harassment, discrimination, or intimidation. That's that's the extent of it. So they say, so, alleged, allegedly. Yeah. I, I was going to say, they don't have zero tolerance. That's the Sega Genesis game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's that nothing to do with that. Uh, yeah, you know, well, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. It's upsetting. It's a lot. I mean, well, there's, it's just, you know, it's just business in general. Like, that's just, a lot of places are shitty here in this country. Yeah. So, you know. Hopefully, if, you know, things change. In fact, I keep Nintendo on my, on my feed uh, on, like, you know, jobs and things that might come up. And one of the things that popped up this week was a contract writer for Nintendo. Um, so maybe somebody's trying to fix it. Yeah, maybe somebody's, I don't know. Or maybe some people have left. I don't know. Like, like I guess that means a, a position has opened up and maybe somebody had enough after all these articles. Um, um, maybe like we skip ahead to another sort of, sh- another, well, another definitely shitty thing about. Oh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Saudi Arabia now owns 5% of Nintendo. So uh, uh, what's, uh, I mean... I saw a joke about this. Go for they it. They have to take all the female drivers out of Mario Kart. Oh, no. Saudi Arabia don't like yeah. the women's? Ouch. No, women can't get a driver's license in Saudi Arabia. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there was a whole... There's a thing... I don't know. I don't remember all of it. There was a similar thing with Abu Dhabi, but I do think they do have female taxi drivers there. But they're they're close to each other. I know that you can make a lot of money in Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, and all that stuff. I know a lot of wrestlers did. Not that it's a good place, mm. but yeah, I don't know. They put bought a small percentage of Nintendo. They bought some. They bought in some other yeah. stuff too. From I saw like other video game related stuff. Or yeah, they, or they had Taki before. Says, uh, Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, a near bottomless pit of cash, tasked with diversifying the nation's economy and whitewashing their human rights records has acquired a 5.01% stake in Nintendo. This would make the public investment fund the company's fifth largest shareholder. Uh. I don't know a whole lot about, you know, buying stocks, making investments in companies and all that and whatever, but I'm wondering, like, what power does Nintendo have to say, like, nah, you can't buy this. And if they don't have such power, like, why, why not? Like, they should, like... I think it's all about buying stocks from other people. So it might have been up to whomever were, was holding the stocks and who they bought them from. Mm. They probably offered them more than they were worth. And they just said, sure, you know, the people who own them. Like maybe there are some rules, this, that, the other. But I would imagine it's just a matter of like they offered this price for, for a, a share. And enough right. people said, sure, I'll take that, that they came up with 5% stake at the end of it. They kind of weaseled their way into it. Well, that's how it works. I mean, that's what sure, Musk yeah. was doing when he was acquiring Twitter originally. And then yeah. he Which, became like a majority shareholder. And then that's when he made the... Well, she still hasn't moves. like fully acquired, right? Like He probably will Like there's like some complications. He's also it. got a big scandal brewing with him right now. Yeah. So, I mean, that. so we're still, uh, we're still there on Twitter. He's got a... Twitter's a, not uh, dead yet. Sexual thankfully. harassment scandal that's pretty major. The place of all... Of all hopes and dreams and the ultimate center of happiness. 
still exists. Twitter. I like Twitter. Potentially sexual assault. I don't know how you uh, <laughs> I mean, exposing sexual... yourself. Is that sexual harassment or assault? I mean, that's everywhere, though. Like, that's, uh, I don't know. That's, uh, he exposed hmm. himself to an employee, supposedly. Oh, you're talking about and Musk. I thought you were talking yeah. about like social media in general, because that's because that can be anywhere. Like, no, know. no, I meant Musk in particular. Yeah. And SpaceX paid her out like two hundred fifty thousand dollars to just kind of be quiet about it. And I don't know how it came forward from there, but yeah, wow. he exposed himself and then even offered to buy her a horse in exchange for her to have sex with him. That's the that's what's happening right now in his life. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, moving on uh, to a <laughs> positive thing. Uh, I mean, we've already kind of talked about this before, but Sega planning more remakes, multiple remakes. Like, this is kind of just more... Well, because we talked about Super Games, right? That they were doing. Yeah. Yep. So, they're saying that there's going to be more. So, cool. Yeah, multiple titles that Sega considers a remake, remaster, spinoff, or quote-unquote change of theme. So, 13 games in total are in the pipeline between now and March of 2023. I was going to say, like, some of these are things that have already kind of happened, though. Like, we got a... Uh, a lot of them. Well, have, like, actually. a Panzer, Panzer Dragoon remake of the first one. Uh, House of the Dead remake that just came out, like, not that long ago. Altered Beast has been re-released multiple the, times. The, so well, I mean, things. but a, yeah, the street, street, Streets of Rage sequel, you know, like, the, like some of these yeah. have been... Virtua Fighter, to. they did, like, a HD version of it for the Switch. I think Soul Hackers... Or Sega Ages, right? I think Soul Hackers yeah. does actually have a sequel in the works. Like that has been announced already. So there, so a lot of this stuff has been, but you know, yeah. So more power to them. But they really so need to we'll, do is bring Yakuza to the Switch, though. That's what they're really, yeah, uh, being being terrible at. So in addition to the ones that you mentioned, there's on this list Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio, which we had something about that a couple weeks ago that there was going to be some kind of super game on this. So I guess that's more fuel to this rumor. Um, then Space Channel 5, Res, Knights, Shinobi, Altered Beast, Streets of Rage, and Soul Hackers. I don't remember Soul Hackers. I think I thought Soul Hackers was a, was a play off of uh, Shin Megami Tensei. And I had actually heard about that getting an official sequel a while ago. Because I think I have a Soul Hackers game for the Nintendo 3DS. And yes, I do. I'm correct. So yeah, Soul Hackers did actually have a sequel announced quite a while ago. I'm all for uh, well-beloved companies with respected properties actually using those properties and uh, you know bringing them into the present. So Sega, great job, but I'm looking at you, Konami, Capcom, uh, you know all these other people who don't know what to do with their classic properties. Yeah, Soul Hackers 2 was announced, not for Switch, but for PlayStation 4, 5, Xbox One, and Series X. So that is supposed to, it's supposedly coming out on the 22nd, but it was announced like a while ago. So mm. these are things on this list that already exist. But I do want to, I want to end on this note, just because we all, we all experienced it together. Uh, maybe a couple of us enjoyed it more than others, but this happened a few days ago. I'm, I'm sure all of you are celebrating it as well, but Star Wars Episode 2 Attack of the Clones had its 20th anniversary on on May 16th. And I saw that movie with you, John. Yep. And then I saw it with you, Jeremy. So I yep. saw it with both of you in different times. Yeah. You saw it with me with that cheese with... smeared on the screen. Oh, and I saw it. <laughs> I think there was an upside down reel at well, the we, end. Well, you worked, you worked there, though. John, yeah, you worked at the theater. Theater. The, 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 the yeah, upside, was that the monster well, theater? The upside down. Well, we actually determined this when we had Leeson on the show, but the upside down reel was for Lord of the Rings. It actually wasn't. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Okay, it That's wasn't right. for Attack yep. of the Clones. That one was 
legit and wonderful. Yes, there was some cheese smeared on the screen, but don't blame Lucas yeah. for that. He didn't do that. That was uh, blame that he, that he, weird mob he blame theater. Him for the that other we were cheese at. on the screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'm just saying. Sand. Oh my gosh. I'm just telling you. I loved episode two, and I still do. And uh, really? Oh yeah, I love, I love that movie. Like, like yeah. It's fine. Are you saying that authentically? Do you no, mean no, no, no. I hate for its quirks or whatever. No, no. I'm telling you, uh, Episode Two was the last Jedi of the time for me because I hated Episode One. Hated mm. it so much. And Episode One. Objection, is... Your Honor. The pod racing scene <laughs> is kind of cool. <laughs> well, I'd put any of those prequels over any of the any of the J.J. Abrams garbage that came out later. But uh, my my problem with Episode One was number one, Jar Jar Binks mixed with J- <laughs> mixed with Jake Lloyd, which Jake Lloyd is probably one of the worst actors of all time. Not to mention he got really bad dialogue to say. But compared to Episode One, Episode Two was a fucking dream for me. It brought me back to Star Wars. And I will still defend it to the end, till the end of my well, life. Well, you got a decent movie after being so thoroughly disappointed by something you were waiting for your whole life, essentially. Yeah, I, I like I like episode two. It's got a lot episode of it's got kicks, a lot of great shit in it. Kicked your expectations to the curb and threw dirt on top of them. That's true. And then spit on them, and then bled on them, and then pissed on them. <laughs> but then episode two was not so bad. They only bled and pissed, but they didn't spit. Yeah, I'm just saying, I like it. I like it better than one. And I, and actually, I, I've. I did watch it again on its 20th anniversary, and I still enjoy it. It's not because of anything that anybody ever said, because I'm not that type of person. I've always liked it. And Jeremy knows, because I brought him to it on my second viewing, because Hayden I wanted Christensen to see it. Hayden at this point, right? No, Hayden. this oh, was yeah. Hayden Christensen's first movie. Yeah, yeah. That. yeah. And I loved so. him so much more than Jake Lloyd. Jar uh, Jar Binks' role was minimized, but, but the time that he does do anything in the movie, he is the one... That basically creates the empire. It's beautiful. They make he's the bad guy. He is the one who says okay to the production of stormtroopers. George Lucas really threw him under the fucking bus, and I kind of love that in that movie. They essentially he, gave him yeah. a spot on the council, and, and I remember Jer- no, you said that Jeremy when we saw it. It was like, oh yeah, Jar Jar Binks basically started the the production of the stormtroopers of the clone troopers. And I'm like, yeah, he did, because yeah, because Padme wasn't there, so he's the one who okays it in the fucking. He used to uh, say, "Whoops." Yeah, he's he's the one who okays it, where he's like, "No, I give all the power to Palpatine. He's fine. He's a nice guy. He's not gonna do anything. He's not gonna kill I mean, like five Jedi's at once." So yeah, <laughs> so I just want to say that 20th anniversary. Think, Love that movie. Okay, so I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I'm a fair weather Star Wars. I mean, fan. you went to see Episode Nine. Like, you went to see Episode please. Nine, so you're a bigger fan than I am. <laughs> you, you, I said you went to see. Rise of the Skywalker in the theater, so I think you're kind of a I bigger did. fan than I am. No, I fell asleep in the theater, so I, yeah, <laughs> I guess that counteracts that. No, I just that's I the knew. opposite of the rise of the Skywalker. I, that's the sleep. That's of the, the, sleep the sleep of the Skywalker. Of the Skywalker. It, it was a yeah, it was a snoozy snoozy. <laughs> no, movie. so episode two, um, I I two things that stand out to me were one that the horrible line of I hate sand, uh, you know that that rubbed me wrong. In the moment, as I saw like it, sand. before it became like sort of a much like sand, whatever. It, it, much like sand, exactly. I, I mean, there's worse. Um, there's worse lines than that, I think. And but uh, in the and and that, I mean, but, in, in the comparison of the, I don't know. Honestly, after like after like a lot of the sequels that they've done, I appreciate the prequels more. But I mean, like Jeremy was saying, coming off of Episode One, which has much worse lines in it than than I hate sand. Trust me, there's much much worse song, worse lines in Episode One than Two. 
I mean, but the other thing yeah. that bugged me about number two was in the grand climactic battle scene where all this spectacular stuff is happening all around, all the real people, all the real actors, they just don't react to that actual to the situation that we're seeing. It says that, okay, these are all people who are on a green screen being directed poorly. I mean, these are, these are all top tier actors. It's Christopher Lee. Ewan McGregor, Liam Neeson, uh, Natalie Portman, you know, people who have proven they I thought, can act I, and I act. thought Christopher Lee was pretty good. Well, I, I mean, why well, I, I didn't I didn't see like, that from there. You look at the you look at the reactions to what's going on, and it's totally like I don't know, it's like twenty percent of what it should be given the action. Going I don't know. On once you've seen one Death Star explode, it's like meh. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, but there's no Death Stars, no Death Stars in this movie. No Death Stars in it. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying mass explosions and the whole planet's being wiped out and shit yeah. it's like oh yeah uh, that happened again that, today i don't know mm-hmm. I, oh well the the part the geonosis fight with all the jedis they do some fucking cool ass tricks there there's all there's all sorts of spinning and this is the most amount of lightsabers you're ever going to see on the screen at once that's for sure was and that I was fucking love the, shit the one it. where with the yoda yeah, yeah. how do you feel about fight? ninja yoda i like yoda fighting why not I like he's a yoda. fucking jedi he had a lightsaber at some point yoda Everybody being a badass does. for a little bit I, I kind of like how he jumped around like a frog. I thought that was cool, like how they changed the way that he I mean, that's the only way that. it makes any sense. Yeah, he's I mean, gotta, I, I was he's into He's got to fly around. He's too little to like just I'm, stay in one place and be like, I'm, t- I'm telling you, right there's there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of cool shit in it. Like, I love, like, like I, the whole part with, like, Padme getting attacked by the killer fucking bugs that come out of the, come out of the window. And, like, Anakin comes in there. It's like precision, like, cuts him right off of her. Like, doesn't hurt, you know, just kills those bugs. I thought that was badass. And then Obi-Wan, one, like, fucking jumps through the window and jumps on the fucking droid thing and like flies through the city on that knowing that Anakin's going to come back and save him later. I was saying I thought it was cool. I really enjoyed it. And that fight Camino is like one of my favorite planets where like with the constant storming and the clones and all that and they all sit in those fucking Japanese soup spoons which I think is awesome. That's basically all the seats that they have there. And uh that fight with uh, Django I thought was pretty badass too in the rain. Like that was that was super dope. And I and I like the video game shit that they do on Geonosis later when they get there, which is basically them running through the obstacles of a video game. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I enjoyed it. I thought I thought it was fun all the way through. And I watched it I watched it again recently. Well, I watched like a third of it because I didn't have time to watch all of it. But I'm like, you know what? I still like this game movie. Still like the movie. That's all I want to say about episode two. I think it's still still hol- holding on there for me. I definitely like it a lot better than episode one, episode seven, and episode nine for sure. Because episode nine's at the bottom. Episode nine. I prefer and Solo, they're right next scraping to each other. my leg to breaking a bone. To watching episode nine. I'm just saying this is kind of how I feel about these these comparisons. It's like I stubbed my toe really hard the other day, but at least I didn't get a concussion. Episode two was a, was a lot less racist <laughs> than episode. Well, nine that's was, another so thing that obviously is a thing. <laughs> they were they weren't throwing. I'm uh, just talking about how there's not been a good Star Wars movie since episode eight. Really, since pretty much since episode uh, five. Okay, Empire was the last good Star Wars movie. That was like part of the true canon, in my opinion. Sorry, guys. Return oh, of the Jedi sucked. Damn, just just uh, stomping out those those Ewoks here at the end. All right, that's that's enough. That's enough Star Wars talk. I think that's uh, the end of our show. Thanks everybody for listening. If you want to hear more of us talk about other stuff, especially if you want to hear us argue about movies, we did a bunch of episodes about video game movies, good and bad, on our Patreon. Go to patreoncom podcast and you can find us on there. Also, if you want to see me on Twitch, which I'm going to be trying to do again since somebody sent us some money on there twitch.tv slash nintendo main podcast and on the uh twitter that we said still exists uh at nintendo underscore domain and at jmaxstack we're on there 
Jeremy and I are, and uh, youtube.com slash podcast. We're on that as, on there as well. Check out all those places. But yeah, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry Mikowski. Sean Nitter. And thanks so much. We'll see you next week. See you. Christy and the Christy Shards. Uh, Christy and the Kerbal Shards. Uh, there's, there's my ending part right there.